As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The Red Pill Phone Tap. Oh my. Episode 40. A very special episode 40, right? And wow, I'm not kidding. We did not plan this. On episode 40, we do a deep dive tonight into 49ers. (laughs) What they are, how they operate, how they can damage your dating game and your rotations. We did not plan that. Episode 40 is about 49ers. I can always reference that from now on, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can always be like, oh, you don't know what a 49er is? Episode 40. <laughs> the only thing cooler we could have done is done it on episode 49. Yes. But you know what? That's sometimes not That's not the path we take. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. right. We just let shit happen, and then we deal with it like a man. How has your COVID week been this week, Anthony? And it, You're a man in the dating game. I ain't do no dating this week, bro. But I did do um, some conversations. I had conversations. Um, and I am finding something out right now in this moment in time of the COVID shit. Okay. I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. It ain't that big, but <laughs> it women are being a lot more open to meeting and hanging out because they're almost like, you know what? Fuck it. I've done a good job holding up in this fucking house, wearing my mask, trying to be careful. I want some dick. So, yep. <laughs> it. Eventually, the, that damn breaks. I was about to say, the seams were fucking bursting at the, uh, well, the women were bursting at the seams because it's like, all right, I can't use this as an excuse forever. I am out here wanting a man, and I want to be around a man, and I need a man in me right now. So, yeah, conversations have been uh, on the uptick of meeting and uh, getting together, so... Fellas, I would say push the envelope on meeting um, women right now because that's available to you. And I want to be around. And don't and I need be afraid to do so. 
All right. Yeah. Sorry about the sound problems there. You and I have had this conversation, though. You've been like, eventually, eventually they need some dick. Eventually, right? Yeah, the the, the vibrator kind of gets a little stale. Only only does a couple of things. It's that it's the difference between a warm body caressing and holding and thrusting you than just that. Because then their forearms getting sore and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, you you just can't <laughs> substitute a human. Now the sex robots. They're pushing the envelope. They're trying very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Remember here in Houston, they were going to open a massage parlor of sex robots. They shut that shit down. So they bad. shut that shit down. <laughs> Boy, you've never seen the sexual marketplace of women more nervous. It was about to go kaboom. Oh, yes, you don't want to give me no pussy? That's the only, and that's your only plan, Chip? Okay. Fine. Here we go. Over to the robots. And look, these motherfuckers don't want me to buy them shit so they can take pictures of it on Instagram. <laughs> no. They don't complain. They don't, they don't hold the pussy back. I can't. Anthony, I was just thinking about this the other day. And I'm sorry to go off topic. Guys, our intro is coming, I promise. But this is something important I want our audience to hear. I think I always kind of get a sense, because every once in a while, Anthony, we'll get a question uh, from maybe our Facebook group or someone in the world will ask a question that will make me have like this spidey sense of like, we don't really believe this shit and we don't really live our lives like this, you know? And, uh, and and remember, when Patrice O'Neal, when he was going on Opie and Anthony, they were, they were in the very beginning stages, they were very like... They couldn't mo- believe, yeah. Yeah, this motherfucker doesn't live his life right. like this. And as they started to kind of see his life more, as he became more of a friend of the show, they were like, they kind of finally conceded to... Because they, they conceded to like, I can't do this. is And they could have done it. We know better. But they finally conceded to like, well, this kind of works for Patrice. Right. Yeah, Patrice does this. Because he's an outlier. And that's kind of what they conceded to. And then, of course, the red pill movement happens, and we start getting very specific on how we strategize this shit, right? Yeah. Um, But every once in a while, I'll get a question, and it'll make me – it'll kind of put off my spidey sense that people believe we don't live this life. And it makes me sad because it tells me that they don't think that this life is possible. Well, if they don't think it's possible, it's obvious that they're not living it. Right. And and it was something about, because uh, we got a great question that we're going to get to later in the Q&A session. But every once in a while, I'll get a question. And what you were just pointing out with the sex robots, they're not going to hold back the pussy. But in my relationship... My wife doesn't hold back the pussy ever. She doesn't like having sex when she's on her period. Well, you're married, Wesley. That's why. I thought the opposite was supposed to be true. No, I'm saying what guys was like, well, that's a good wife. Oh, I see. Like I've got, I've got one of the good ones. Yeah. 
We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I have to keep reminding myself that my <laughs> wife is not like this. It's because I'm like this. Be- because if you allowed her not to, she will definitely use it when it convenient convenient will be convenient to her. I I agree with what you said, but I will say I never really think of it in terms of allowing my wife shit. I look at it like um well, first of all, you got to make the team, right? First of all, you got to make the team so you can kind of hold your head high and say, this is the life I deserve, right? That's, that's number one. But number two is um, it's not really what I allow her to do. It's, a, it's what I allow my life to look like is more my paradigm is what I'm trying to say. My life looks like this. Oh, so you... Patrice O'Neill famously, he said he had a girl that wanted to not have sex anymore. Like she wanted to like re-virginize herself or I don't know if she found God. I don't know what the fucking thing yeah, is. Yeah, that was it. Found God? Yeah. Was that it? And he, he says, you know what? That's, hey man, if that's what you want to do, cool. Okay, I'm not going to do that right. though. So sweetie, do what you got to do if you want to re-virginize and shit like that. By all means, I'm going to be having some sex though. Well, that's what I mean about allowing. Like, yeah, yeah. She she presented an option. Oh. Right? That's your life. I can't change your life. Exactly. But I'm not going to allow you to make me accept it is what my frame of reference was coming from. And it's also kind of a, you know what? You are right when you say the word allow. Here's why. Most men go into marriages with the expectation that one day this bitch is going to get a headache. Yes. And not want to fuck. Yeah. Your your bar for these women guys is often so so low. It's I expect that she's just going to lose her shit and become feral at a fucking moment's notice. I expect no fellas. Your life doesn't have to be like this. Your wife, I mean, your life, your wife, it doesn't have to be like this. Uh, They go in with the expectation, happy wife, happy life. (laughs) No, I don't think they go into it with that expectation. I think they use that to keep from crying inside because you're right. They have to to convince themselves that. That this is okay, even though in their gut they know this sucks. It's like they're going to a restaurant, and like if you like if Popeye's chicken sandwich is your favorite thing, right? Yeah. Every time I go to Popeye's and get that chicken sandwich, I expect it to be the Popeye's chicken sandwich. If you go in thinking though, well, well, well sometimes sometimes there's bird shit on the patty. I you know, gonna, that's just how life is. No, 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 Wesley. We're going to go into detail. We're going to deep dive this shit. What does a Popeye's chicken sandwich look like and taste like when you, when you, because some people may not have had it. Oh, Jesus. So, well, Jesus Christ, guys. Live your life. Get out there and get this sandwich. It's a brioche bun toasted with, if you get the spicy, you got to get the spicy. I was about to say, you got to get the spicy. It comes with a spicy mayonnaise. It has the thickest piece of white chicken that I've ever experienced on any chicken sandwich. Deep fried, so it's juicy. 
juicy and crispy. The batter is Popeye's batter, which is just amazing. And and delicious. It's just fucking amazing. I didn't realize that was a brioche bun, by the way. It is a brioche bun. And because we just did the brioche bun last yeah. week, right? Yeah. We had dinner before the podcast. It's, it's the soft bun action, too. Right? It's just... It just well, because ooh. you did that. You put them in the pan with butter. Yes. And you made them, like, extra soft mm-hmm. for our burgers. Um, so, so you're looking at the the tangy pickles... And they're, what kind of pickles are those, man? Those are the fucking round, like, uh, what they call it? The kosher? The kosher pickle? Yes. That's what I was going to say, too. It's, they're very specific with the pickle because it's a, it's a thick yes. cut of pickle. Yes. It's the perfect texture. You know the, those thin bullshit thin uh, pickles? Flimsy. Like, flimsy. It's got can, a hole in the middle. You hold, try to hold it up, it just flaps down. <laughs> right. Like, like a fucking banana pill with no nope, banana in it. Not these pickles. Not these pickles. They You hold it up and it just keeps, you know, it, it's strong enough. It's it's also sliced the perfect thickness. See, this is the perfect fucking woman who you married. You was like, I don't need no more bitches. How this much is the one I want? How much does a Popeye's chicken sandwich cost? Oh, was it three ninety nine? Yeah. Not expensive. No. So, I mean... Since it's not very expensive, Anthony, I mean, I mean, most of the time they give us a brioche bun, right? I mean, sometimes they put the spicy no. mayo on. No. I mean, we can't expect them to have good pickles every time, right? No. Stop going to Popeye's with this expectation. <laughs> Stop showing up to your relationships with this expectation. You're coming in below the bar, guys. If you go in with high standards, this is what women are good at, by the way. Remember how like we want to keep a running list? There are some things that women are better at than men. Right. And it's only like five or six things. Let's not get crazy, guys. But that is one thing that women are good at. They are good at coming to your bar where you set it. They're good at that. Well, they they instinctively they play a supporting role. So yeah. they can only be as good as you are. So yeah. As long as you are at a high level, then they have to meet you there. And they and then they know they have to meet you there, so they have to even become better than they are if they're not at that level. Yeah. So I always tell I always tell a woman, all my female friends, I if they know me, they heard me say this to them before, that your man should make you better and if he didn't, you're wasting your time. That's that's a good take. I've never heard you say that, but I tell I tell this to women. Oh, my women okay. friends. That, that's a damn good take. I mean, you, you should be coming. A woman should be coming up to your throne. Yep. Not to dethrone you. That's mm-hmm. different. Not to dethrone you. You're a supporting cast member. You're the <laughs> highest station a woman can have in a in a romantic relationship. The highest station that a woman should have is being. Number two in charge. As Patrice O'Neill said, it's a great system, the king and queen system. Yes. Because whoever the king marries, that they become the queen. Mm-hmm. But if the king dies and the queen gets married, that motherfucker doesn't become king. Nope. No. That's not how it works. Yeah. The highest level you can get to, ladies, is queen. And it's a fucking good job. Does he become the queen's bitch? I think so. Oh, okay. I just wanted to check. I think so. I, have, I mean, I haven't. I never heard of a queen's husband. I never heard of that. Well, they liked doing that shit. That, see, they found the loophole. Women always find the loophole. 
they found the fucking loophole was don't shit? don't get married. Okay. And I get to stay in charge of the kingdom. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because she's grieving her husband, right? She just never remarries. Well, the the reasoning is just like, oh, I'm grieving my husband. Yeah. You know? I yeah. I don't want to I don't want to uh give this pussy away to another man publicly. <laughs> well, also, also if the rules are uh in a marriage, the man's in charge and if the bitch wants to be in charge, she just don't let a man in the room. Yeah. yeah, that Queen Elizabeth, you know, the, all those famous queens, they figured that shit out quickly. They were yeah, like, they would always have this, uh, the, not, is it, was he a council or, mm. what what was his name? What what was his position called when well, he, we can just call advisor? it, eating her vagina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she could have her female, whatever, do that if she wanted, but if she wanted a man, like, Typically, she will get like a young knight to come in and for you know for a special mission and you know? lance her a right. lot, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> lance her a lot, guys. We got a great show for you tonight. Um, we are going to do a deep dive on the mythical creature that we call the Forty Nine er. We're also going to talk about in that segment the mythical creature that we call the Seven Elevens. Uh, then we're going to do something special. Something we should have done a long time ago. Um, Anthony and I always have endless content to talk about. However, we wanted to throw it to you guys and ask you what you've been dealing with out there in the world, what you've been struggling with, and questions that you have answered uh, that you want answered. If you're joining us in the live stream, uh, make sure to put those questions up there. We will be taking some live ones. We have some ones from our Facebook group that Anthony has already. Uh, mentioned to me in the pre-show that were great, I thought. Uh, but let's just dive into this, Anthony. This mythical creature called the Forty Nine er. Who who is this creature? What what is this? Where, where do these creatures roam? What parts oh, of the world? What uh, you know what? What, what is the definition of a Forty Nine er? Well, uh, it's not the football team players. It's not. <laughs> it's not. That's not where we're going, guys. Um. But this is a four that thinks she's a nine. And uh, shout out to uh, Coach Greg Adams. I've heard him use this before. I don't want him to think that I originate this shit. But um, a 49er, man, uh, you you definitely can't. You you can't re- meet one and and forget her. And, and this is the reason why. A four is a below average chick. Okay. Below. Below average. But she's a nine because in her head, her makeup makes her better. Her job makes her better. Her <laughs> status makes her better. Her friends makes her better. Her family makes her better. The guy she used to fuck makes her better. These are false uh, additions to her value that she's... Thinking in her head makes her a higher value woman, and it's just false. It's false, all false. How do how do you know when you say uh, falsitudes? Falsitudes. Falsitudes. <laughs> That's a new word for me. Yeah, I'm making it up. Yeah, I'm gonna um, say I'm gonna add that to the vocabulary. Now. <laughs> it's all falsitudes. Man, stop for me. with your falsitudes, <laughs> right? <laughs> you basic bitch. <laughs> I was and, I was watching a video of Rolla Tomasi to support your point. 
uh, Rola Tomasi was doing a real, I think you posted that actually, uh, in our Facebook group where he was talking about this, this, he was going through a video of this girl and she had a list and she was, yeah, you saw it. Yeah. And she was like, first of all, value, value guys. And Oh, all y'all with these, all y'all that are out here. You know, with these Tatianas and everything, and and if you when you value like a real woman, and I'm not gonna lie, Anthony, when you listen to the shit that these women say in a vacuum, where they talk about like real women and women of value, women that have their own life going on, and blah blah blah, you know, it sounds right. I'll be honest, it sounds right. It sounds like man, the more she talks, it kind of makes rational sense. Red flag number one, women aren't rational. Nope. Okay? This is a wolf in sheep's clothing when women start getting all rational all of a sudden. Let me give you guys a real life lesson. When women start getting rational all of a sudden, watch how, spoiler alert for the end of this movie, it's something that benefits them at the end of oh, the story. 100. 100%. They're like, well, let me talk in man language and really fuck with this dude's head. Anyway, she goes to talk about women of value and value, value. Rola Tomasi, to support your point, Anthony, Rola Tomasi says, and rightfully so, he says, I appreciate you have a great job. I appreciate you're your famous on the internet. I appreciate all these other things. But when it comes to attraction, the women that I want, I value two things and two things only, youth and fertility. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. You can't PhD your way out of being 320 pounds and uh, really, really bad acne on all over your body. That was Tommy Lauren, who I was trying to explain to you. Oh, okay. I want to look up this Tommy Lauren. <laughs> uh, Wesley doesn't know who Tommy Lauren is no. by her name. It's T-O-M-I. Oh. Yeah, and and I, I honestly, Anthony, I'm glad that we're talking about 49ers allowed because oh yeah, I know this dumb bitch. Ugh. Just she just parrots what Fox News says. Well, that's, that's all she does. Yeah. Well, she's she's what uh what 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 do they call those people grifters? Well, they they get paid to have a to to put an opinion out. So oh, like they would uh because they have a following that they can get people to. Um, follow whatever they say without even thinking twice about it. That like, oh well, that person said it, so I believe it to be true. She's kind of a forty nine er in the media world, isn't she? Man, listen, this chick has had. She's gorgeous. Now see, that's where I'm about to go. Look her up without makeup and before surgery. <laughs> Look her up. Tommy Lauren without makeup and before surgery, man. Oh my gosh. I bet these guys never seen her. Look at this bitch. <laughs> do you do you see that picture on the on look at this? Look tell me she's gorgeous again. Tell me she's gorgeous again. Tell me she's gorgeous again right now. Tell me that she's gorgeous again. This doesn't look real. <laughs> tell me that she's that doesn't gorgeous look real. Again. That looks like a little too much. <laughs> it looks, it doesn't even look like the same person. It doesn't. Um, How somebody, did she get? Oh, some, you know what? I do see that. For, no, her. She had to get like hair implants or something. Or I want to see. 
I want to see that can't uh, be her because the forehead is too much. Is right? it? Yeah. What was that? Go back up. Go back. Up. Well, go ahead. Go back up. Oh, hold on. That must be real because it keeps coming up. Somebody. It was a doctor who said that she had plastic surgery. Wow. Um, now, what was your point about this, though? Th- this bitch is really not hot. She no. just surgeried herself hot. But she wants the cream of the crop because she deserves it. Because she has a lot of followings. Well, she's also a real cunt online. Well, I mean, there's just this thing where I, we, I don't, we, we talked about this on the way. I don't, I don't want to use her politics as an excuse. It's just because everybody has their right to their own fucking hundred you know, percent yeah opinion, and that I wouldn't. I don't hate conservatives, I, right? I wouldn't, right? I, and I have no qualms with your political opinion. What I do have a problem with, though, is you have no thoughts behind the words you use. Yeah, like there's there's not a consistency with uh, what you're saying when you talk behind the scenes versus when you talk in front of a mic or in front of a camera yeah we went into a deep dive about uh, we went off microphone went into a deep dive on that recently um asking my wife what she would think if someone just paid us to delete our shows remember that right um so you have to you have to mean what you say. If you're going to have a show, right, Anthony? Mm-hmm. You have to mean what you say. Yep. It can't just be us here repeating all of Rolo Tomasi's and Patrice O'Neill's shit. Now certainly that's the university that we went that we went to yep. was Patrice O'Neill, Rolo Tomasi, Corey Wayne, uh Coach Greg Adams, AMS. But we're putting all these lessons together to Kind of make our own red pill phone tap lens, right? Right. Now, what was now when we were talking about 49ers, you uh you you brought this girl and what is her name? Tommy Lauren. Yes. What what was the reason that you brought her up though? Is it well, because she's not because without real? makeup without makeup, um I believe she's a four. I can't disagree with you. I mean, and guys, go ahead and t- take a look at these. What I Googled was Tommy Lauren before surgery. And, uh, yeah, she's not an attractive gal. And the more you look at it, the For more you can tell reason, it's For whatever reason, Wesley think that surger- surgeons can't fix hairlines. But <laughs> you can definitely fix hairlines well, with surgery. The, the problem is with here with Google, guys, we know how, like, Google works and yeah, shit. Yeah. If the same fucking image keeps coming up. Yes. It could be wrong. It's probably not wrong, though. That sh- Tell me that you don't see the same f- facial structure, though. I do. I do. I just... And, I'm, and I'm, starting, I'm starting to kind of see how far that forehead goes up. Because sh- right here, she has her hair pulled back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas, it just seems like when, when she, she knows, knows she's on big. camera... Yeah. yeah. When she knows she's on camera, she makes sure that hair is down more around that forehead she used to be engaged and you think this guy didn't notice what she looked like without makeup before he skedaddled yeah the fuck out of there well can i can i speak to that though since we're talking about 49ers anyways i dated a gal you knew this person yeah she she lived in austin yeah 
and she needed to be fixed up. Um, but when she did fix herself up, very, very attractive girl. But she needed think to be she, fixed up. I didn't think she wasn't attractive. But I don't think you ever saw her without makeup. Probably like, not. Ever. Probably not. That's what I've I'm saying. I've only seen her. Yeah. I will make an exception for a lady. If you need to be made up, then you better fucking make yourself up. We're not going to have a lazy Sunday. We're not going to have... Man, shout out to my wife, by the way. Last Saturday and Sunday, she's like, hey, uh, I need to fix myself up um, real quick. And I thought she was just going to go take a shower. Went in there just for us to sit around the house and watch TV, uh, put on makeup. Yeah, man. Don't fucking put on makeup for people that are not your fucking husband that you work with and shit. Right. I know that we're going to get to that later in the program too, (laughs) with one of the, with a very specific question. One of our listeners gave us, um, but you, you, you really don't looking over at this picture, man. I can't, (laughs) (laughs) you can't unsee it. I promise. I can't unsee it now. The the thing is though, man, um, I, I'm, I'm very different in that. I, I respect that you could make yourself look better, but if you're going to lay around the house regular, I got to still be attracted to you. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. otherwise, I can't. Fix your goddamn self up. I can't fuck with you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, if it it takes the makeup and shit to make you look good. But for me, I can't give my kid a fucked up expectation. Now just, you're going deep, Anthony. I can't do it, man. This is very important because you're right and I'm wrong about this. What are relationships? They're to fucking have offspring, aren't yep. they? Yep. Don't send me your emails saying otherwise. Stop. Okay? Our baseline of attraction is about procreating. Procreating. It's about fertility. It's about youth fertility. This is why guys leave their wives for the younger secretary. Yep. Because bitch can make fresh offspring for you. This is what your attraction is based on, guys. I don't want kids right now. I'm still in college. No problem. And I believe you. But what you're looking at when you look at women, you're looking at can they produce my offspring in the back of your mind, even if you don't consciously want kids, guys. We say this on the program a lot. Otherwise, why are we attracted to titties? Yeah. Does it make any sense at all? No. There's a whole industry around going and sitting and having a drink, <laughs> looking, at, looking at bitches' titties. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, oh, my God, I want to see these titties. Guys, it's because that's in your DNA where this gal could provide food for your baby. Um, as Rolo Tomasi says... I appreciate all this extra shit you can do, uh, Miss Miss Tommy Lauren knows politics good, I guess. <laughs> Miss Tommy Lauren, I, I have a feeling that the reason that you're not engaged is uh, is because you're a vapid person that just repeats what they hear on a certain news network. One of the things I wanted to point out to you, Anthony, before we get off of Tommy Lauren, is, as you said, I don't mind if you're right-leaning. I don't mind if you're left-leaning. I watch a political show every fucking day that has one left-leaning person and one right-leaning person. Neither of those people, and we'll give them a plug, uh, uh, Rising on YouTube channel The Hill, yeah, Crystal Ball and uh, Sagar, what's Sagar's last name? 
I just go by Sagar. I can't pronounce that. Yeah, shit. I, Sagar, <laughs> Sagar has an Indian last. He's of Indian descent, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, Sa- it sounds it sounds Indian though. Yeah, yeah, but Sagar doesn't communicate like a fucking cunt. And I'll give you an example of someone left leaning that communicates real cunty. Bill Maher. Yes. It's just very stand. dismissive and I can't um, stand his Okay. What do you Yeah. How come Republicans can't just simply do this with X, Y, and Z? It's always he's talking real quippy and Well oversimplifying shit. He's and, the guy you know. who believes he's funny before he makes something funny. <laughs> and it's like, motherfucker, make me laugh first before you <laughs> Get into this. <laughs> Watch this. I'm gonna be very funny here. And it's like, motherfucker, just tell a joke first. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about with her. I'm not saying she's cunty because she's right leaning. I'm saying she's cunty because of her delivery. Very mm-hmm. like attackish and very. But I mean, bitches aren't logical. Can though. I ask you a question? If you. If you marry this chick and have a baby with her and her baby comes out looking like her before surgery, you going to believe this is your kid or not? If the baby looks like her before surgery? That's quite a hypothetical. That's quite a hypothetical. One thing I do know now, and Anthony, I know you know this before I even say it. One thing I do know now, though, is there is an instinctive thing when you look at a kid and you can 100% know it's yours by looking at its face. Mm-hmm. So you experienced that too? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Because I, I, and I, I always, like in my mind, I think back to baby pictures of myself. Yeah. And then I look at my daughter's face. I'm like, that's definitely my kid. Remember that lawyer? We played, uh, we played her video on this program. When, and the, divor- the divorce lawyer, and it was a woman, and she was advocating for men's rights in divorces. Remember this lady? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she'll never be called a bitch on this show ever either. Uh, She makes it into the stratosphere. But um, she was talking about how men matter and things like that. But she said she's given paternity tests hundreds of times. She's like, really? There were only like twice did the guy not know if it was their kid or not. You know, there's some crazy mammal shit going on in our brains and probably those <laughs> other guys were probably in denial yeah because they really wanted the kids but yeah and man I, I was gonna send you this clip um but i just forgot and it was this guy man who man, you can see the fucking pain in his face he knew that it wasn't his kid but so he had to he went and got us behind the back behind the scenes dna test and uh found out it wasn't his kid man he still was crushed behind it man but really yeah but because he genuinely didn't know huh well he was just he was just positive paul he 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 was was, just yeah he just wanted it to be because you know because he wanted to be a dad dad. yeah and but he's made some mistakes um in the video you will see but man it crushed me man inside like it crushed me. Ins- I think I posted in the group. I probably did. But um, I, w- I will tell you that person in Austin that we mentioned that I used to date. Yeah. She was married to a guy earlier in her life that um, had a boy five years, five years old. And he was going to medical school. And he found out that the lazy eye 
that the little boy had, it's hereditary and it comes from the father. Oh. He learned that in medical school. Oh. So he's at lunch with my ex one day while they're married and together. And he says, do you think, let's just call him Johnny. Do you think Johnny looks like me? And she's like, um, looks a lot like his mom. You know, I think he just maybe takes after his mom a little bit more. Went and got the paternity test. Sure enough, wasn't his kid. And now it's five years old. Damn. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that. Damn. That's and the whole bond you created. Yeah. And uh, the parents were like, well, we still want to be in his life. And he's like, Shit. no, you can't be mom and dad. Right. Because he can't be in my life. Right. This is already breaking my heart. You can't do this. So it's breaking everybody's heart. What do you think this bitch said? I, I bet you're going to guess this. What do you think she said about the kid not being his? She said it was his. No, well, she said it was his. She said, but when you find out it's not yours, hey, cat's out of the bag. What do you think her excuse was? What do you think happened? I'm I'm drawing a blank because I'm thinking that she's going to deny that. Um, well, you can't deny science, right? Like, right. It's, sorry. Well, it's not, so well, what happened? She's probably going to say it was a, a mistake or it was a, it was a one-time thing. Or, I thought you were going to guess it. She said what? she was raped. This bitch this is, is what they lying. Like, dude, f- come that's on. The, that's the most common thing women say. Come when, the fuck when, on, You didn't know bro. this? That's the most common thing women say. Listen, I was... And, and, they, and they, didn't want, they didn't want to deal with it emotionally, so that's why she Who didn't, didn't tell want to about deal it. with it emotionally? <laughs> Who didn't want to deal um, with it emotionally? Yeah, and this... That is a fucking lie, bro. Yep. No one... Who has a rape baby? Or exactly. Exactly. I know people do, but who ha- who has a, rap- a rape baby? Bitch, you cheated. That's, that's with somebody they rather marry. Bitch, you cheated. Exactly. With a lazy eye, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> with a lazy eye, motherfucker. You no, let me stop. Now, man. now this goes. I, I know you think that we're taking. I know that you think that we're off topic, but we're not. How many people have children with 49ers, Anthony? Mm. Plenty. Probably Be- too many. Because you said this before the program. A lot of the reason that men approach 49ers is because they're a four and, guy and, and they've got this confidence of a nine. Yeah. And it's intriguing. Yeah. And, and as, as Anthony said on the way over here, he was like, this is going to be easy pickings. Yes. And then she's got this attitude of like a nine and it will fucking mind freak you. Right. Into thinking like, oh, maybe there's more to this bitch. Yep. Then you start going down that rabbit hole. That bitch roll of Tomasi was, you know, <sighs> you know a, a quality woman has this. And no, a quality woman. Listen, ladies, listen. A quality woman is very attractive. And then a bunch of other shit. Yeah. But you got to meet that first one first. And don't send your email shaming us because we love attractive women. Don't. Bitch, we, don't we don't shame you for liking guys with a lot of money. Bitches love attractive women. Like regular looking yeah, bitches exactly. love attractive women. Man, come on. Ooh, that's something I wanted to talk about with the 49ers too. Okay. 49ers are always hating on women in front of you always uh, hating on women in front of you why yeah. do you think that is uh because they don't want the bar up there we talked about that last week women want the bar down as low as they can jump over well, i think because they don't want to be exposed for what they really are 
Yeah. They don't want an actual attractive woman to be side by side with her. So they want to keep that bitch from a distance and attack her immediately. And let me tell you guys, when 49ers, when they're talking about other women, trust me, trust me when I say that was not an audible play. No. <laughs> they didn't call a hot route and think of some shit spontaneously. <laughs> no, they got that shit locked in. They got and that locked in their playbook. Yep. Like, oh. I mean, it's, and, and dude, 49ers, they are the meanest to women I've ever seen. Because to them, they're just, because they're not as attractive as these attractive hoes, they're just allowed to say the the meanest fucking shit yeah. about them. You know? They just, they're just allowed to be like, ah, oh, that... That bitch right there, I bet she, I bet she's had three dicks in her one time and blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> that, what a, what, look at the way she, and that's the first thing they do. Look at the way she dresses like, well, she like got, a hoe. Yeah, she, she gotta, like she gotta make her look less attractive because without her words, she is more attractive than this bitch sitting next to you yeah. trying to fucking judge her. And you trying can, to look at her. Can we repeat her. that? Can we repeat that? That's so important. <laughs> Without well, her words, this other woman is more attractive than her. Yep. She's going to figure out for you, fellas, why you're lucky to be with this four. Pretending not, to be a nine. <laughs> and not with this real nine that is acting like a nine. Well, I, she's a nine alone without having anything to be added. This bitch got a whole bunch of fucking... <laughs> uh, you know how you read a, a, a package and they got... Uh, additives. <laughs> this bitch got additives. She's a, she's a four with additives that she needs to, to yeah. pretend to be a fucking nine. Her attitude is making her a nine, not her a nine because you like, you know what? You are a nine because I figured this out about you. They normally have these fucking weird fucking sarcastic attitudes. Yep. And that, that it seems like confidence, but it's actually... They're hiding who they really are because they got to pretend to be something they're not. And that is your 49er. That if you, if you can fuck on the first date, two, three days, and then exit stage left, then yes. Pursue with caution. Wrap up. Get the fuck out of there. But the problem, and this is this is why a lot of men ha- end up having babies by these hoes. And yes, I said hoes, and we, you know, that's not a that's not a term we throw around lightly on this show. We li- um, we we like bitch. <laughs> well, we they're all bitches, but but, <laughs> but ho, I'm saying but we, we prefer means, ho means a very promiscuous promiscuous girl. Okay. Um, yeah these these hoes are are very. You got to be, and the reason pe- so many men have babies with them, you, you got to be really careful. These 49ers are fucking, they're pretty smart. They're pretty sharp, dude. They've got like a whole game plan down of, they got a fucking answer for everything. Uh, she's less than me because she dresses slutty. Uh, blondes are dumb. Um... Oh really? She grew up with money. She, uh, they are really fucking quick on the draw. They're like a fucking gunslinger from the old west. <laughs> They're really smart. And for a lot of you guys that don't know about Forty ers uh, let me share with you. What? What? How can you? How can you pick one from the crowd? 
how how do you how can you tell that she's actually a four, but there's something about it that makes her seem a little bit more intriguing? Um, like I said, their, their playbook they're they're just very very. They're I, very, very good on their playbook. You know, what I was going to say they're more aggressive than your average woman. Yeah, they're more aggressive, but they're also kind of smart. Uh, like, you always see this character, a 49er. Now, in movies, all bitches are attractive, right? I mean, because you're not going to put an unattractive bitch in a movie. That's just crazy. They're like fly traps to me, where they have this nectar that, uh, that attracts us. And then by the time you get there, it's like... Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Got his ass. <laughs> they're, they're also like these types that feel like they kind of have life figured out. That's another 49er uh, characteristic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're very like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you like, you know, like, oh, look, look at this. I just got some hardens. She's like, oh, Adidas. Yeah. I, I'm glad that you're really excited about your Chinese labor that uh paid for yeah, that at the uh, yeah, exactly what but she's not wrong she's you see not what i'm wrong, saying but it, she's it, not wrong but it, she kind of like has this thing like it almost seems like she's kind of got life figured out she's a 97 percent will things, fall for that oh 100 because i used to be a 97 percenter and i always fell for this dumb shit um you know who a 49er is uh my most recent girlfriend Oh yeah! Remember that attitude? Very yeah. much like yeah. They, and by the way, guys, they kind of know a lot of shit. They're not as pretty, so they kind of had to be a little smarter yeah. back in the day well, when they definitely. were coming up. You know. However, and this is okay. Before I get to the promiscuous, and their parents know it too because that's why they got to teach them all this shit. Like, bitch, you gonna have to be smart, <laughs> right? And and people have to make excuses for shit. Well, you're not pretty, but you've got this really great characteristic over here. You're more mature and you got life figured out. But before I get to the promiscuous part, the reason I want to talk about the really smart shit is because, guys, this is a really clever magic trick. These women will be a lot more. Um, they'll be a lot more intelligent and they'll they'll rationally say some shit to you to like. Well, I mean, the reason the reason I'm a nine and she's not is because of X, Y, and Z. And they'll have some clever, clever shit. Guys, the reason 49ers are very dangerous to you out in the red pill community, as Anthony just pointed out, use them recreationally for sex, but don't settle for a four. That's just crazy, right, Anthony? Right. But, dude, the reason that these these creatures are very venomous and very dangerous to your life and your rotation is they'll have they'll get in your head and make you think first of, they'll make you think they are a nine, right? You can clean you can clean up these fours. You can put a nice you remember my most recent girlfriend. Yeah. That terrible chin, that terrible fucking nose, but <laughs> but she could but, but she would be super fucking nice when when she uh in public. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So she would she would have on pin up dresses and all kind of I mean she would make herself up. Yeah. But at the end of the day that Trust me when I say that bitch did not look good naked at all, <laughs> at all, brother, at all. Uh, and I'm going to put that on the, the top worst titties I've seen do, live in my life. Do 49ers wear like body shaping yes. equipment, body shaping equipment? <laughs> that is that is girdle girl, girdle girl. Now, the one I was talking about did not No. When I'm talking about how terrible this person is, I want to use facts only. 
so that there's no exaggeration. Well, I'm saying the ones who because we don't are, need exaggerations with that person. No, no, I'm just saying the ones that have different body types. Yeah, and they are hiding it with this fucking uh, body shaping equipment that they put on, and then they wear this loose thing over it but it looks like they got a shapely body under it <laughs> right and it's like damn she i bet she fine under the, underneath mm. that sh- but she hiding that shit yeah know? unsnap nah. that girdle everything falls out i promise guys man we we did a deep dive on that one night yes sir I, I i had one had a fucking the blob fall out on my ass um the reason i want to point that out guys is because these bitches will fuck up your head and fuck up your rotation because they'll have you doubting yourself. A four. How can a four make you doubt yourself? How can a four make you think you're less of a man than you are? Because they're, they're fucking smart. These 49ers guys, they're dangerous, dangerous creatures. They're, you know what? The more, I, the more aloud I talk about this, Anthony, I do think that the 49er is more dangerous than, than the 7-Eleven. Really? I do. You know why? Because you should never be in a relationship with a four. Ever. Never, never. These bitches are in relationships all but, the time, aren't you, they? But you know why guys fall for this, though, right? Because if she can convince you that she's a nine, she's gonna one, she's going to give you the sex up quickly because she's a fucking four. And before you leave, she's got to trap your ass with sex. So she's going to give it to you like a four should. Because with she can't play um, the fucking, uh, what you call that when you shoot uh, blanks and they got one bullet in the gun? Oh, Russian roulette? You, she can't play Russian roulette with the pussy on you. Because as soon as you figure out that she ain't giving up sex, you're going to start seeing some other faults. Now, a real nine and she don't give up sex, you're going to be like... But I'm with a fucking nine. You know what I'm saying? Like you give you give yourself excuses. You don't look at her like you like fuck. I'm with a nine though. I'm with a fucking nine. Like I. All right, let's wait till date three. <laughs> right, right. No. I'll, I'll play this a little differently because as she's still with me. What's up? What? What? You oh got? no no no! I, go ahead and finish. I I just want to let you know that as a good comment. One of in. yeah, a All great right. comment came in. All right. And it's also something you said on the drive over here. Okay. That's why I'm proud of this listener. All right. Because he arrived at this conclusion by himself. Well, let's stop fucking blue balling the listeners. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is the greatest comment that we've ever had on this show. And I don't think I've ever seen a comment. We'll be back in 25 minutes. <laughs> uh, Bruno here. <coughs> our, our super fan, Bruno great friend of the show he says it's like she's trying to bring you down to her level exactly oh exactly i had yeah you're right i did say this that's exactly right you know and she has to work she has to work on you to convince you that of that because she don't want to lose you because she knows you are several notches above what she should be with so She's going to convince you through words and sex and, I mean, sexual acts and steady convincing you that you are lucky to be with her and not these other chicks. Because they're going to give you a hard time, and but she's going to suck you right, fuck you right, and but she's still going to pull female fuckery on you 
Well, and guys, when you get in a relationship, when you get in a relationship with a 49er, they got you on what? Sex. Yep. They got you on, and usually the 49ers will do freaky deaky shit too. Yes. Usually 49ers are very good in bed. Okay. Uh, because th- this is how they've had to survive. This is how they've had to operate in the dating world, right? Um, well, they watch a lot of porn because they ain't getting a lot of ass. So, right. They had to, like, okay, what I got to do? Because well, I was a girls, virgin. Because all women, okay. all, all women were virgins at one point, right? So they all wasn't out here rocking your fucking world. You know, they had to be better at this shit. They had to figure it out, you know. Uh, Sometimes I, I, I make jokes like if I'm fucking with a chick for a while and she's been doing something right, I was like, I got a shout out to your ex man. He <laughs> <laughs> He raised a good one. Shit <laughs> I know he mad right now. You know what I'm saying? But is and like and that's the thing, man. Women like to take credit for shit that somebody else taught them because uh they always need man as a, a men as a reference point. And even if that man sucks, there's a reference point for them where they say, well, you know what? I want more out of a man than that. And if he's really good, they're going to like, that's what I want in my man. And even if he's a brother, father, uncle, boyfriend, whatever, they are using men as reference point reference points to judge you. The next guy that's, on their list. Well, and then a deeper dive into that is they'll usually judge you against guys they can't get themselves. Fact. Especially especially if they're a 49er. Now, one of the things I want to warn you about, guys, is the 49er got you with sex. As Anthony's pointed out earlier in this podcast, they're not going to fuck around when it comes to sex. And that, and that's going to make them more attractive to you. You're like, man, I'm, and I've been tired of entertaining these hoes. <laughs> I just want some fucking sex. I'm Jesus, man. I just want some sex like today. They're good for that. You get in a relationship with these bitches, though. Let mm. me tell you, they got you with sex. Yeah. So now they're going to keep you by throttling the sex. Yep. Throttling some. You get some now. No, I'm going to hit the brakes. All right. Yeah. I'm going to throttle a little bit more. I'm going to hit the brakes. Throttle a little bit more. I hit the brakes. When we talk about throttling on the show, guys, I want you to think about. Um, flying an aircraft, uh, specifically a jet. How many people know how to fly a jet? Well, it's it's, and you don't have to know how to fly a jet, but everyone knows that jets don't have brakes. So the way that you, the way that you slow down in a jet is you release the throttle. It's the only thing you can do. As a matter of fact, a good friend, a retired lieutenant colonel in the Air Force, told me when they were teaching pilots to. Uh, to fly, Anthony, mm-hmm. they would put them on a runway and give them all 10-speed bikes with no brakes on them and have them ride in formation. So the way that you stayed in formation is you knew when to throttle, you when to th- knew when to not throttle, You know, which, which would be pedaling the bicycle, of course. But that's what we mean on this program, guys. Like when you're flying a jet, you know, you got to know when to throttle to go forward, and then you got to lean off the, f- the throttle to slow down. And that's what these women are going to do to you with sex. And they're going to control you because now you're now you're monogamous. Now you're not allowed to go have sex with uh, with other women. And let me tell you, 49ers, if you do have sex with another woman, this is the greatest day of their life. 
because they uh, got you on guilt forever now. I'm, I'm going to tell they ain't gonna you. let you break up with them. Mm-mm. No, and better, that's not, I, better not have a kid with them. Mm-mm. I'm going to tell you right now, if you make this decision to have sex outside of a 49er, tell her. I know it sounds stupid, guys. Tell her. <clears throat> Don't let her find out. Tell her and tell her that listen i don't know what and I, and 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 it, and it always depends on what you've done as far as wh- where have you been with her how far you progressed with her but tell her and then say you know we need to get another 49 in here <laughs> and 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 the thing is man they're so fucking jealous these 49ers that they won't be able to handle this shit because any little thing that this bitch is better than her in she's going to have a whole problem with man and but that's a way, that's a way to control that bitch from going fucking crazy on you but you just what you just did was the ultimate hypothetical though I know. Because red pill guys are not going to be in relationships with 49ers. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But I'm saying if you fucked up and we were in this situation now and you didn't take the fucking ultimate dumbass move and married this bitch. um, Of course he married her. She's not pretty, but she's got her master's degree, Anthony. That's what a that's what a real quality woman is. She got her own house. She got her own car. She got yeah. her. <laughs> she pays her own bills, Anthony. That's what real. You know, that's way better than these Tatianas out there. Congratulations, bitch. Consider yourself an adult. Yeah. Consider yourself an adult. Welcome to the real world. Men have been doing this for centuries. But does that make you a good woman? Hell, fuck no. You're a fucking adult. That's it. That's all you have graduated to. You are a, what do they call this? A person in society who's, you know, what they call it? And I'm getting a blank right now. But who is ha- it? A person in society that, that what? she she's um, she's working. You know, she's not going to jail. She's lying about <laughs> rules. You know. Oh, she's a word, bitch! Work. You're a citizen, right? She, she's <laughs> she she's an upstanding oh, member say. of society. <laughs> she's contributing to society, right? Ah, and she's paying her bills on time and. Um, she ain't got no kids, possibly. Um, but she won them. She won them, and she won them from you because you fell for this 49er trick, and she's definitely wanting you to go in raw. Where does the 7-Eleven come in, Anthony? Because I think our <laughs> listeners can probably contextually know that a 7-Eleven is a 7 that thinks she's an 11. Man, you know why I hate this bitch? You know why I hate this 7-Eleven bitch, though? Because... They're expensive. uh, (laughs) They're super expensive, right? That's like the one common denominator. Not only that, man. That's annoying. I can control that, though. I can can typically control that shit. Yeah, just don't give her your debit card. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't give her access. Like, I I keep that bitch uh, a lot lot of times um, away from me um the 7-eleven though is do you remember the 7-eleven you dated uh-huh. <laughs> why are you bringing this bitch up because <laughs> it's a good example i mean because she was related to someone that was dating an nfl player yeah who was it was it kareem jackson 
Yeah, Kareem Jackson. Oh, uh, shit. We just outed this bitch. I'm, wow. I did not mean to do that. You showed it. Like, goddamn. Um, Sorry, Kareem. <laughs> well, you ain't a Houston Texan no more, so fuck you, Kareem. Yeah. <laughs> you and your uh, sister-in-law. But, um... No, I don't know. Man. Was she a 7-Eleven or was she the 49er? Oh, she was She was acting out of she, her range either way. She... I think I would because she was she She's was a cutie. yeah I was about to say she was actually attractive but she was definitely she was not below average so she, this would be a no, 7-Eleven she yeah. was she was using her sister's um, marriage situation <laughs> to be like like you know how you're around somebody that you know that is famous that well, let's, she wasn't even, she didn't know him, but she knew him by uh, marriage. So, let's say Wesley knows somebody that's famous, and I'm like, I got the clout because I know Wesley, because Wesley knows this person. Now I'm like, well, I'm special because what my friend Wesley knows uh, Elvis. So, Elvis, me and Elvis is like, we've been down, so like, you know. Four flat tires in seventy six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, well, well, seventy six. He wasn't a lot, but um, actually, he died in seventy seven. Okay, cool. He was not. I know that because he died the year I was born. All right, cool. Um, but you know what I'm getting at? Like, I'm trying to use my relationship with Wesley to up my own status. That doesn't well, make well, sense well, at all. Tell the story though, because I, I want to do the analytical dive. But tell the story specifically of like when you start. When you stop dating her. By the way, <clears throat> for our listeners, I met this gal. Very nice girl to hang out with. Very cute. I enjoy. I, I was with you and this girl, and I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. I thought she had a great personality. Yeah. Uh, but let our listeners know what happened. Why you stopped dating her. This is a funny story to me. Because I, I we hear about shit like this, but this actually happened to you. We, we went out. We went out several times already. Um, How many dates would you think? Three, four, four. four I think. Okay. Did she? Did she uh, do what she's supposed to do on the third date? Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Good. So everything's going good. No problem. We go out. We go out, and um, you remember Jacoby Jones? Of course. Houston Texans wide receiver, almost MVP of the Super Bowl when he played for the Ravens. Yeah, he he uh, coaches in the city at a high school, all that shit. Right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, he's at the bar that we go to, and we're sitting down, um, trying to have drinks, whatever. I I'm a little I'm a little uh, perturbed with her, and I don't remember why, but I was maybe she was late or something. And uh, cause I hate that shit. I hate fucking women who are late to dates. To me, it's just a fucking disrespectful move, in my opinion. Like we talked about this before. You can get to work on time. You know, you can get to other places on time, and you can fuck. Don't fucking treat people that you say you care about or want to know better, and that you could potentially care about. And treat them less important than what you hold important in life, right? Anyway, but um, I was still not—I was not feeling her in the moment. But the she she was having this conversation with Jacoby Jones, cool, whatever, what the fuck. But um, she kept having this conversation, 
and kept having this conversation. And I was like, I'm going to go take a leak. You know what I'm saying? Come back, you know, because um, I, th- I was going to order another drink, but I was like, no, nah, I don't know yet. I go in the bathroom, I'm pissing, and I'm thinking, and I'm pissing, and I'm thinking. And I'm like, I'm getting more pissed off that this bitch is ignoring me for another dude? Yeah. I don't give a fuck who he is. Was he paying for the drinks? No. I didn't think so. So I'm like, I'm getting more pissed off, and I'm like, you know what? This bitch won't even know if I leave right now, will she? So that's what I did. I fucking left. I didn't even know this story. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't tell you that. Oh, no, I didn't even know this story. I fucking left, man. But she must just think like, oh, my sister dates an NFL player. I just, like you said, I've got all this clout. I was was referencing whenever she was like, hey, what's up with like gifts and flowers and shit? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Fuck that shit. What's up with these gifts, though? She brought that up to you. Now, how did she say that? That was this the again, third Anthony? date, yeah. She that was, was the third date? She was that like, was the third up, date. What's I, up with them gifts, though? I can't, I can't remember exactly how she brought it up, but uh, I think we were making out at, the, at her car, and uh, she was like, yeah, typically I wouldn't um, keep. Didn't she, didn't she take your hat or something? Yeah, she took my uh, Houston Astros championship hat. Gotcha. Um, I just bought the hat, and... At the time, it was the gold World Series. I I own the same hat. It's gorgeous. It's not something I want to give away. Right. So she took my hat, and at the time, I was feeling this chick, so I wasn't really tripping like I wasn't going to see her again, right? I'm like, you want to borrow my shit and make you feel comfortable that you own something that I own, or or you're borrowing something that I own? Okay, cool. Yeah, you're in seduction mode. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's be playful. Um, but she was like, yeah, typically, you know, guys um, will bring me flowers or candy or a gift. Like, what's up with that? Like, you don't. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I'm laughing because I'm like, that's goofy. Yeah, and- you're in seduction mode. You're like, ah, playful, funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's some good shit. But she was like, no, seriously, <laughs> but I don't. I don't. Where are my gifts? Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I like I took a step back, you know, to look at her up and down. <laughs> And like, <laughs> bitch, are you serious? Like, she's like, I'm dead serious. She's she's like, no, like, like I want to, like I was supposed to fucking go leave, or you know what, babe, you, you got me. It's in my car waiting on you to ask for me to give it to. You. This bitch is crazy. At this point in time, I'm I'm getting turned off at this point because now I'm like. Do I still want to waste time with her? Because meanwhile, I'm still dating other chicks. You know what I mean? So this you're well, let me tell you, Anthony, had you not had your rotation going, this was your only source of pussy. You would have gotten into video game mode. If I wasn't if I wasn't need vagina, physical need for vagina, need gifts to get vagina, get gifts for vagina, get gifts for vagina, get get. We don't we don't do this enough on this show. We don't talk about where we how did we get where we are mentally to be able to shut shit down like this because I I've been able we to don't. restart my uh roster over and over again. I'm not fucking, you know, losing my mind for losing a bitch. Like even if she was the only one I was talking to. 
why would I lose my fucking mind behind somebody who's who was demanding shit from me that she has not earned yet? Yeah, and then where do you go from there? If you're just getting gifts while you're dating, what happens just, when you're married? Well, you are the. But this is the thing: she's watching her sister, who's married to an NFL player, get shit. That because sh- because these are nickels and dimes to him, right? You know, these are just pennies, pennies in the bucket. Oh, you want a Louis Vuitton purse? I make so much fucking money. That'd be like that'd be my, like me buying a beanie beanie baby for my daughter at at the grocery store, buying a Louis Vuitton purse for a bitch. Now, that doesn't mean he should do it, because it fucks shit up. It fucks that woman up. Well, it, you sh- I, I was that's a, that's another topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yes, man, she's her being a good a good uh, communicator, a good uh, a good time to hang out with, a nice plate to have around. Um, but but she you, turned you off. She, she turned me completely off with this shit. And the last date I went on was kind of like a, I'm gonna give you a chance to recover date, and you. Oh, and that's it up. when the Jacoby Jones. That's thing when the oh Jacoby Jones happened, and I was like, "Fuck this bitch," and she called me and called me and called me. What happened to you? Where are you? I'm like, "Bitch, I'm almost home," and you didn't. You just now realizing that I'm fucking gone. Fuck you. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh shit! I was done with that <clears throat> bitch, man. Yeah. I I am keen cut off for a fucking reason, man. I do not. I don't tolerate disrespect on any level. And when I realize that I feel that it's disrespect, I don't fuck with it, man. And if you still want to <clears> fuck <throat> with me, you got a lot of fucking making up to to do. And as AMS says, that's a whole lot of dick you got to suck. Yep. Yep. And let's I want you hit something that let's let's hit this for a second. I mean, we could do an entire segment over this, but something you just mentioned. You were like, we don't talk about on this program enough. Um, why why we were able to change our mindset. And I think it comes down, it boils down to one thing, right? Um, well, it boils down to two major things, rather. The first one is we have learned over time, after over dating a lot of women, women are not that impressive, as we fantasize that they are, you know, it was super, super easy for me to recognize my wife was a unicorn, not just a unicorn in the world, but a unicorn for me. Yeah. How I live my life. Right. Because she was different than everything else they, I was dating. They Well, the, the thing is, is they stand out, especially this is why you got to date multiple women, guys. Yeah, yeah. You, when you date multiple women, they all start to look the same. So when that one does show up, you're going to be like, God damn, this one, this one is different. This one stands out. This one does. She does it without you asking. She does it without you fucking um, trying to guide her to it. Like this is naturally who she is. And you're like, wow, I can, I can, this I can fucking live with. This I can fucking take to another level. Yeah. And this bitch will even be even better. Yeah. So when you do meet that one, she definitely stands out versus all the other ones you went. That's why I even say 
don't worry about how this bitch look. Don't worry about her being the perfect bitch where you can just jump online and say, hey, guys, I got me a nine. I got me a 10, blah, 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 blah. Fuck all that. Because you'll date those girls anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm saying date any fucking bitch that gives you high interest so you can help yourself see what it's like to experience different women. This is very, very important for you to develop in your journey to be a better you. It's not about them, guys. It's about you. So you're just using the experience. I'm not saying, like, find a bitch and fuck her over. I'm not. That's what I'm telling you. I'm saying just experience different women. And that way, when you do find the one, you know that's the fucking, not the oneness, but the one that actually fits your life. The best, you'll she'll stand out completely for you, and it won't be hard to figure it out either. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm gonna tell you guys. When you have, when you have a, you know, a good catalog of dating women, and these are the two these are the two things. This is why Anthony and I were able to arrive at our mindset. Two things: we found out women are not that impressive, which is why it's super super easy to find out the one like. To find the ones that are impressive, it's once you date enough girls, it's going to be like super, super easy. Um, the other, the other reason, because there's two main reasons why we arrived at this mindset. The other reason is, guys, a whole lot of pain, <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of pain, a whole lot of pain, and that that's really that's what our show is about, isn't it, Anthony? We're trying to help you guys skip that part. We're trying to help you skip that part. We're trying to appeal to your rational brain when we give you a deep dive on 49ers or we tell you what to look for with 7-Elevens and things like that. We'd like you to avoid this pain because, guys, it's like grabbing pliers and pulling your fingernails backwards. Fucking emotional pain. Um, Anthony, you brought this up a second ago talking about what, what bitches look like. It's like, don't worry about what they look like because you're going to date hot bitches. You're going to date hotter bitches. You're going to date less hotter bitches. Specifically to that, though, guys, in this vein of seeing that women aren't that impressive, I'll just give you a good example. There's two different kinds of dimes if we talk about dime women, right? There's two different kinds. And we talked about this on the bourbon podcast. Remember when we compared women to bourbon? And we talked about dimes... There's two kind of different dimes, guys, and you'll you'll find out which one they are right away. There's the ones that are just like physical anomalies, and I brought up, if you guys have watched that movie, uh, Joe Dirt, if you've seen that movie, this actress, Jamie Presley, she's in a, she always gets typecast as like this redneck milf, or, or when she was younger, she was just a redneck hot bitch but you could tell that's not a bitch you want to be in a relationship with she's for lack of a better term and we're we're talking about fiction anyways i'm sure she's a nice person in real life but the characters she played were trash right but she was like this physical anomaly of like a farmer's daughter who just holy shit that bitch is beautiful but has no class doesn't know how to treat a man doesn't want to cook. That's how it manifests itself in real life, guys. We're not talking specifically about the, the farmer's daughter. 
But in real life, when you have the bitch that always wants to take photos of herself, she grew up in a one-parent family or maybe grew up with her grandparents, has daddy issues and things like that. You can tell this dime really, really quickly. She's just this physical anomaly. Then there's the dime that comes from a good family. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you guys, the dime that comes from a good family has a great relationship with her parents, and especially your dad. That's what you want to look for. Dude, these women are much easier to mack on and talk to and, of course, be in relationships with than, than 49ers or 7-Elevens. What, what, what Larry said, Larry Cheek in our uh, group always like to say when he uh, meet a chick, like, how's your father? <laughs> Dude, i've never seen him say that that is a damn good that is a damn good like i you love know, it. she doesn't she doesn't know what you're doing no uh i love it i love it man and it, it's such a great test isn't it yes because if they had a bad relationship with their father man it's it's usually not good news it's usually not good news. They don't trust men. If they don't trust men, they're not faithful to men. Mm. If, if they just, if they just like, don't trust men. That daddy issues is definitely something we'll need to talk about in the future. That, that, that's podcast. a deep dive there, isn't it? Yes. That is a very, very deep dive. But as Anthony was saying, we don't talk about enough on this program why, why we were able to become this way. And it's because you're going to find out, guys, women are really not that impressive. They're really not. Well, you, except you, the ones that are. Well, you know think, what I'm saying? Think, think about your mindset in the blue pill mindset, right? Mm-hmm. You're always putting this bitch on the pedestal. Oh, woman worship, isn't it? Always. <laughs> Even in your approach, when you're going to talk to her, you want to tell her, you're the most beautiful woman I've seen in my entire life, and I can't believe I'm in your presence. I just hope that you are willing to go out on a date with me and and just say yes. <laughs> well, let, let, let's use a real example. Um, what do you think? I bet that that uh, that gal that you were talking about, the Seven Eleven. I bet she's used that line on other men before. What's I, that? Oh, the gift shit? The gift shit? Hell yeah. Because she's trying to set a precedence that you should be giving her a gift next time you see her. Did I give I mean, bitch? I mean, I gave you sex, Anthony. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's always it's always some exchange, right? Yeah. And, and uh, But they ain't hoes. They ain't prostitutes out here. But they still <laughs> want you to put some money down. This is... I w- Patrice O'Neill said something, man. He was saying how... Women like to say that they ain't hoes, right? That they're not prostitutes, that money ain't everything. But all these dinners that they want you to go to, all these trips they want to go to, all this shit is just down payments. Because they, they want money from you. It may, be, it may come indirectly, but it is resources that they're trying to extract from you. And it is something they don't have to do. We, we have toyed with this issue of should should we say never go out to eat on our first date never i mean we've toyed with that right i don't do it i've had plenty of first dates guys you don't have to do it if that bitch get hungry all right well it's time for me to go anyway i gotta get ready for work have a good night get the fuck out of there if you like her if you really into her like that say hey 
Next time, I, it's on me. I'll talk to you later. But you don't have to treat her to dinner, man. That's kind of like what we were saying in the beginning of the podcast, right? Where it was like, you these guys come in with these expectations of how shitty this is going to be. You know, like, well, this is just how women are. My favorite one. You know the two most important words to make a marriage last? Yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> so you're setting, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, they're saying it jovially. Well, but they're kind of serious, aren't they? Yeah, uh, put yourself on the back burner. You don't matter. She yeah. does. I, I mean, I never have to, I never have to do that in my marriage. But it's not because my wife is somebody special. It's because I make sure to I make sure to manage what my life looks like. That is that doesn't mean she's an asshole or I'm an asshole or I mean Anthony, you th- this is what people I think don't un- don't understand. They're like, "All right, I I buy what Wesley's saying. I I do. I buy what he's saying. This is how he lives his life. He finally convinced me. But goddamn, man, being his wife, it must be like living with a drill sergeant. You see my wife and I, our exchange. Is that what it's like? I've never seen no. you in any relationship where it that would be true. Well, yeah, but I've only been red pill for one. But do you see a huge difference in like the way I am around this chick versus versus my blue pill days? I've seen you red pill in other the last uh, relationship before you met your wife. Um, oh well, that was towards the end, and that was that was not going well. No, well you, you <laughs> well this is you learning that you can't deviate from being red pill. That's what you're choosing to do. Yeah, I want to touch on that a little bit, guys. You can't have your foot in blue pill and red pill at the same time and think you you're gonna nope. be successful. Well, you Anthony, just can't that, do hold it. on a second. I've got a good argument. I mean, the red pill's on this side and the blue pill's on this side. Somewhere in the middle is probably the truth, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Don't fucking fall for this dumb shit, guys. No. Um, you're going to confuse yourself and the woman you're with. <laughs> right? You're, you're going to confuse yourself and the woman you're with. It would be like being red pill and blue pill with your dog. Like one day <laughs> you're like super strict. Like sit, roll over. All right, cool. Here go a treat. And then the next day, you just come and dump the bag of treats on the ground and just let them have them all for no reason. What's, the dog's going to be fucking confused. Like, oh, shit. What the fuck I do to do that? Oh, no. I is, guess I got to sit and roll yeah, all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dog thinks that sitting on the couch is a trick now. Hell like, no. God damn, just sitting on the, tra- sitting on the couch. Fucking it pours the whole bag out for me. No, man, you... You can't have what, your feet in both what waters. What would you do? What would, what does a dog do when you come in and just give them treats anytime it wants it? It expects it. Expects it, it mm-hmm. right? So, don't give me your emails about women or dogs and shit. Um, this is this you, is you, you've got to be able to understand analogies, ladies, because yes. I know no man's going to send us that email, right? No man's going to send us the email of "Hey, what are you trying to say? All women are dogs." I'm sorry. <laughs> There are men that would do that. Yes. My bad. Yeah, all right. Why? There are male feminists in Why this world. Nice. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is you cannot play both worlds and think that you're going to have success on the red side. You're going to have failures on the blue side. 
That's what you're gonna get. So you can't play both 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 ends thinking that you can blend this shit. I know there's some purple pill believers out there. Um but I think you have to understand what you are and who you are. Because either you're gonna have this lifestyle or you're not. You can't be both, I think. That's that's just me. Um it and maybe you can. I know I can't. I know for myself I can't. And um, when I've had my blue pill relapses, I quickly found out I didn't want that life. Quickly. Because it could you, doesn't... Could you tell them about a relapse that you had? Because I'm sure it was a specific behavior, right? Yes. Um, the Oh, man, I remember one. I remember a story you told me, if you can't think of one. Which one? When uh, a girl told you to get up and cook for her. Oh, fuck that bitch. Yeah. Well, well, um, no, that was kind of a mind freak because. I Because well, it was you right. like You love cooking. Yes. So you're like, man, I love cooking. Well, yeah, this I've, is. I've got some food in there. I've been wanting oh to cook. Oh, my God. I might have to do a podcast on this. This is one of those things where you fucking. <laughs> The the woman manipulates you because she's using something um, for you that you would do anyway, mm-hmm. but she's making it as if you're doing it for her only. Now, what I mean by that is I do love to cook. That's something I like to do, but that's something that I would choose to do. You can't request it and expect it just because you requested it, right? It's still something I have to decide that I'm going to actually do. Now, because I enjoy it, doesn't mean I always enjoy it, right? Sometimes I don't feel like fucking cooking. But because someone may feel that they have any type of leverage over you, because of what they did or said or the position that they're in in your life at the moment. They feel like they can manipulate you to do something that you don't want to do or that you're not doing in the moment. And see if they have anything, any, any, all it takes is a speck of um, an opportunity to think that they have any kind of a rule over you. And. Asking me to do something that I like to do anyway, or I might have done anyway. Um, it was something inside of me that made me feel like I'll do it, but something just don't feel right about it. So I did it, you know, fucking cook breakfast. What the fuck? I mean, we just had like a nice fucking session in the bed, right? Mm-hmm. So reward a bitch for doing a good job, right? <laughs> so uh, that's what I was like. Kind of, I was like, oh, don't overthink this shit. Just. Just, you know, it's breakfast. That's all. Shit. I can get... I, you know what? I won't get caught speeding. We all got to eat in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you let her come out of pocket. I let her do it, and it it immediately had bad fucking consequences. And because soon when you give a woman an inch, she take a mile. Because now you gave her a space to work in. And now she needs to see how much, how far can she go with this? Like, how much credit did she accumulate 
<laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, wait, bitch, what, what's going on again? Like, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. Um, the conversation changed, her tone changed. She wasn't all sweet and shit. And it was like, what the fuck happened? Oh, okay. And it, and I immediately went back to that. I said, that was the, that was the gut reaction I had that made me realize, like, I shouldn't do it. I should not have done it. I should have made an excuse to not do it because I felt like I felt this gut in my uh, stomach that this was not a good thing to do. Patrice, I was recently listening to a Patrice O'Neill video and he had a better example, too, where the girl he was with asked him, what side of the bed do you want to sleep on? <laughs> and. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I like to sleep on that side, but why the fuck are you asking me that?" But like, then I just wanna, I, I just wanna, I won't no, be no, able no, to see the TV. No, she doubles down on. I just wanted to ask you what you what you like to sleep. He was like, "Oh, okay, I like to sleep on the right side, right there." But then I wouldn't want, I wouldn't be able to see the TV from that side. <laughs> and he was like, "Well, why the fuck you ask me?" This bitch is pretending to care about what you want, but in actuality, it's about her. And this is the thing of what we talk about 49ers and even 7-Elevens. They, when they ask you to do something, it is not for your fucking benefit. It's for theirs. So be mindful of that. That shit exists. Now, this is a woman thing. We understand this. We know this shit exists. Just be mindful of it. So when you know when you recognize it, the shit that you do for somebody that you care about, that's what you choose to do. But you control it. Don't let them control you. That's the point I'm trying to make about it. You say, hey, hey, hey. When she started doing all this, well, you used to do this. You, yeah, because I chose to do it for you. Not because you've got this fucking ruling hand over me. I don't owe you shit. We're both in a fucking relationship. And you don't, I don't have to do shit that I don't choose to do for you. What's crazy is Anthony is admitting that he had a blue pill moment because, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony. But I think what you're trying to say is you had a moment where you forgot that women are constantly playing verbal chess. Yes. I'm going to give you an example, guys. When, when, when men talk, we talk because we mean what the fuck we're saying. That's why loyalty and honesty is way more important to men. We can't have a society without a certain level of honesty um, with a certain level of morality to saying what you mean and what you think about things. I'll give you an example. When a man says, I'm cold, what does that mean, Anthony? He's fucking cold. He's cold. <laughs> That's what he means. When a woman says, I'm cold, this could mean a lot of different shit. The one that really jumps out at me is... <clears throat> She says, I'm cold, and you're like, oh, man, it is cold outside. Later on Facebook after the date. This angry, motherfucker let me freeze. Angry keyboard. <laughs> so I'm on a first date with a guy, and I tell him I'm cold, and he doesn't even offer his jacket to me. Right. And I'll go to his Canada. I mean, where are all the gentlemen at, guys? Right. I mean, where are all the real men at? That's that's what women are doing. They're constantly verbally sparring you. 
You have to be aware of this, guys. You can never truly be red pill. I'm going to repeat this. You can never truly be red pill until you understand that women are constantly verbally testing you. They, they have sat down for years, guys. Remember when we were little boys and we would wrestle or we would play physical games like tag or hide-and-go-seek or yeah. dodgeball or foursquare? Or we were always doing this fucking physical shit, which is why we're physically, typically, I'm not talking about there's women athletes that are amazing. But the women that are not athletes, they're just not good at, at physical shit. Um, you, like you go, like I, I did MMA, <clears throat> and when you see a woman punch and kick for the first time, you're like, Jesus, motherfucker! <laughs> it's just like they kind of toss their hand out and the, throw their body back. They just kind of like slap their leg up at the bag. I mean, I was watching this show on Netflix, Kingdom, and this actress on there that's supposed to be an MMA fighter. I'm like, this is the worst looking shit I've ever seen. Just because you can tell she's never been an athlete. She may have worked out at the gym, but she's never played a sport. You know what I'm saying? While, while men were all doing that, women were sitting around playing these fucking mind games with each other. Trying yeah. to figure out how to verbally spar down each other. Yeah, that's what they're good at. Yeah. And, and, they've, and they've got some atom bombs in there, too. What, what this podcast, the atom bomb that would be thrown on this podcast, Wesley, Anthony... You're just a bunch of male chauvinists. Because when they say that with other men, what happens? Those men, they rush to defend themselves. Right. We don't give a fuck what you think about us on this show, bitches. But you will be held to a certain standard over on this show. Oh, that's that's brand new to these bitches, isn't it, Anthony? <laughs> that's brand new, isn't it? And it's like, guys... They, while you were out doing physical shit, these bitches were learning how to verbally spar with each other, with each other. And guys, you have to, and when Anthony talks about, I had a blue pill moment, Anthony, I think what you were trying to say, you forgot that shit for just a second. Cause you just had some good sex with this bitch. <laughs> well, it was more than that. Like we had a good night. We had a good day. It was, you know, it was the end of a day. I was exhausted and shit. So. I had a lapse and this can happen guys this is this is the this is why if you can get you can get caught up in a moment right like there are I mean there are moments where women kind of know how to be women and they're good at it and being a woman when they are in that moment but they also have a manipulative side and it's a, sometimes it's to to their benefit. Sometimes it's for their survival, right? They're trying to figure out if you're the winning guy. Like, they're looking for a winner. And they need to see if you are still able to win when they throw out these things. So, <clears throat> if I lost, if I, if I gave in because she wanted to see if I would just do what she wanted, then she needs to see if I'm a pushover, right? So I had to stand on my, I had to stand my ground. The next time this shit popped up, and it was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, what do you think this is? You think I'm I'm a fucking <clears throat> restaurant? Like, you think I just do as you ask because you walked in the fucking door and wanted me to do something for you? 
That's not how this shit work. Nope. Now, the reason that we bring up this topic about verbal chess, I don't think anybody plays verbal chess quite like the 7-Elevens. And the 7-Elevens, and guys, when you get feelings for a bitch, she will sometimes raise a number on the 1 to 10 scale. Well, that's what I'm about to say. Yeah, that bitch has the audacity to believe she's off the fucking charts. Yeah. <laughs> she she believes it's only a scale of 1 to 10, and she thinks she's one above the chart. They, she feels like they just didn't make the chart big enough for her because right. she's special. Right. <laughs> These bitches, and like if she starts out as a 7 and then you fall in love with her, You'll look at her like she's an eight. When you, when a man has feelings for a woman, she'll become more physically attractive. Facts. Uh, than she really, really is in real life. Um, facts, of course, because that that one that we were talking about earlier, the last relationship I was in before I was married. Yeah. I look at the, I, I just look at photos of that chick now. You know, I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Boy, I was lost in the sauce. <laughs> that terrible chin and that terrible nose. Um, it's the Seven Elevens. They will operate at a very, very high level of verbal chess. Very high level, and because you're because they're attractive, you will be dancing around from lily pad to lily pad because that sex is way more valuable to you than having sex with a Forty Nine er. Usually. The 7-Elevens, I find, and jump in here, Anthony, the 7-Elevens, I find, are not as IQ-wise. They're not as intelligent. They don't they don't know all the answers to, you like your Garrett Harden, I mean, uh, your James Harden shoes. Well, you know, that that was uh, little children in India made those shoes. Like, the 7-Elevens well, don't know shit about the world. Yeah, the, the yeah. better they look, the less impressive they have to be. Like, right. They, uh, they can get away with a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, again, they do have the verbal words to let to make you, uh, co- well, co- to convince you that they're eleven, and a lot of times they'll hang around these fucking uh, fours and fives, and to prove to you that hey, 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 you see I'm better than this bitch, right? Like they'll laugh with you, like. <laughs> You see that bitch like that? I, I can't believe she thinks that she's the audacity. Right, right. So um, the the you gotta understand though, like from her uh, perspective, there's so many guys that are approaching her because she's not exactly a nine and a ten, right? She's not almost like the untouchable, unattainable bourbon behind a glass bitch, right? Yeah. So. You was like, I can, I can actually put my hands on a fucking seven, a seven eleven, right? Yep. You know, I can, I can look at the bottle and hold it in my hand and see how it feels and look at the, I can experience it without having to purchase it. So this is attainable for me. This is a, this is a Ford Mustang GT, right? You know, I, you, I may, I may never own a McLaren, but I could probably own a Ford Mustang GT, yeah, and it's almost as fast. <laughs> right. You convince yourself that this is this is definitely something that I could work with. And typically you can. The thing is though, this is dangerous for you in the blue pill world. Oof, they are. They're not as dangerous as the 49ers because the 49ers will always fucking try to have your kids with you. And then you'll be attached to them for life. But 
that doesn't mean they're not dangerous. Seven Elevens will too. If they got a guy that's on the level, they'll they don't have a problem having your fucking baby. Yeah. The next dude's gonna pay for it anyway. Yeah. So it, they don't have no <clears throat> cons, man. I saw a video of women discussing this shit about um is it fair that men are forced to be fathers when women aren't forced to be mothers when it comes to abortions. I bet I bet that wasn't a popular question on that panel. Well, a couple of women were were against it and a couple of women was actually for it, right? Um what is what does Dave Chappelle say? My money, my choice. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a baby all you want, but you can have a baby all you want, but don't expect me to pay for it. My money, my choice. <laughs> right? There's there's no um and and I love the question about that. <laughs> Sorry, in the live stream, Anthony. Bruno said <laughs> Bruno said uh he said, Hey man, you gotta be careful for the base model Mustangs with the uh with the GT badges on them, aka forty niners. <laughs> Y'all better look under that hood before you buy it. For sure. You better look under that hood. <laughs> bitch, you, you ever... Now you gotta ask bitches this, man. You know how they always say, you gotta ask a guy if he's single, single. Bitch, have you ever had surgery, surgery, bitch? Like, <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever been under the knife, knife, bitch? Knife, <laughs> knife? Have you ever been under the... <laughs> oh, my God, that's Have funny. you ever had implants? You know what I'm saying? Have you had in, any injections? Like this, these, just asking questions. Just I'm look. I'm I'm out here trying to be safe. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> COVID nineteen. You know what I'm saying? It changed the whole world out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, anytime a bitch get offended now, just say, "Hey, man, COVID nineteen and shit." I had to be. I gotta be. I gotta be safe. <laughs> I gotta be safe out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't we move on to the next segment? Because we we it's broken up into quite a few pieces, right? Yes. We, we have a whole bunch of questions from the listeners this week. Uh, I'm I wanted to make sure we had enough time because I'm really really excited about this uh, about this segment. Anthony, you went into our Facebook group, and if you guys if you guys cannot find our Facebook group, just drop us an email: redpillphonetap at gmail dot com. That's redpillphonetap at gmail.com. And if you can't find it, don't worry. Just send us an email. We'll invite you into the group. We don't really have any standards in this private group other than everybody play nicely. Yeah. Please. Um, I think we only censor. I think we cut it off with threats of physical violence. Uh, threats of physical violence is where we we will begin censoring. You can't threaten anybody physically. But... Um, we have one of our beloved members putting all kinds of uh, uh, conspiracy theories about COVID-19 up that we don't take down. <laughs> like, I mean, we do not censor anything in this group. We take a lot of pride in it. And, of course, you can see the podcast two days early when we live stream um, if you join the group. Um, let's get right into this, though. We do have some topics that people want to get into. Um uh, John Miller, we did a whole segment over his question about 49ers. Damn near two segments. Yeah, damn near <laughs> two segments. Uh, I hope you know how we feel about that. Um, 
This is this was a good one too. So Stuart writes, "Hey Anthony, potential subject dealing with an awkward ex partner you've got a kid with. Looking forward to the show." Um, without without painfully going into this, Anthony, what are the let Let's talk more in the way. Let's let's leave the horrific stories that you've experienced out of this, please. Um, <laughs> let's talk about solutions. Okay. There really are none, are there? Well, I mean, you share a kid, right? So, um, the the solution to just X this bitch out of your life is impossible. Um, that's what I would suggest if um, we're talking about solutions. But with a kid, definitely throws a wrench into that. So, I would ne- I would still remain red pill and still make this bitch elevate herself to in, to deal with me when it comes to conversation. You still don't take shit off her, even though you she, you share a kid with her. And when she goes to that bullshit talk, say, listen, I don't deal with this con- type of conversation. I don't communicate this way. I know you are probably used to being able to do that with me before, but I no longer deal with these type of conversations. When you're calm and you're able to talk more like an adult calmly, then we'll we'll pick this back up. But I got I'm gonna hang up the phone now, or I'm gonna leave now. If you're talking to her face to face and she's trying to pull that shit, so can I tell you why you're right? I just want I want to drive home how right you are about that. I had a um, a good friend quit a um, quit a company this week. I'm sorry, two weeks ago. But um, timeline doesn't matter. He's actually in our red pill phone tap Facebook group. He quit and they were treating him very, very badly. He, uh, he works a sales job for them. He's number one in sales numbers in the region. And he didn't turn in a report on time once. And they put him on this monster aggressive, like disciplinary plan where he had to come in and meet with the regional sales manager once a week. And all of a sudden, the regional sales manager started um, giving him very robotic answers to the questions he was asking. And I've known this guy a while. He's very much a guy's guy. So he would try to get with him on a guy level and be like, so, hey, man, like, am I good? Like, if we go through this, like, am I good? Well, AutoZone has you on this performance plan because you need to improve your performance. Is there anything else that I can help you with? Like those kind of answers, like just very robotic. You know, that's the beginning of the end. Right. When that shit starts going down at your company. And um, he uh, he's going through this. And then I guess that wasn't enough punishment to make him leave. And so then they took away his busiest store that he was making, you know, his numbers out of. They put him in a different store, still was number one in the region. Brought another store up. They thought they were going to tank him. That wasn't good enough. Then they had to expand his region to where on days, on certain days, he would have a three-hour drive time. Back and forth. He had to drive an hour and a half out, an hour and a half back. Does that mean they were going to let him off early to drive an hour and a half? No, 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 no. He has two children. They were really fucking him over, Anthony. I mean... If there was ever any time where someone could walk in, he's the number one fucking sales guy. 
they're trying to purposely make him fail, right? If there was ever a time where someone could stomp into the office and be like, take this job and shove it, you know, <laughs> this would be the time. And I, so I asked him, what was it like when you quit? Like, I wanted to hear, like, the quit story. Like, yeah. all right, let's, <laughs> let's get to the quit story. I want to hear to just slam down the laptop and it broke and blah, you know, because they were treating this dude like shit. And he says, no, man, I, I Googled a standard um, resignation letter, and uh, and I just copied and pasted, put the appropriate company names and job names and, you know, supervisor names in there. And he's like, and I just gave it to him. And I was like, wow, that was big of you. And he goes, yeah, but I, I, I hate their guts still. But if I'd have done, like, some kind of dramatic leave – then they got to be right about me. Right. And when you're dealing with your exes, when it comes to kids shit, they're already coming in with like, this dude's a piece of shit. And then when you fucking act out, no matter if it's you've earned it or not, they get to be right about you in that moment. Don't they? Yeah. Well, they'll always, that's what I'm saying, man. Women use men as a reference point. And, when you can be bigger than their bullshit, they don't know where to go to after that. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that for our listeners. This is very important. When you can be bigger than a woman's bullshit, they really have nowhere to go after that. <laughs> I, not to oversimplify, but that's a real simple thing that our listeners can take with them today and deal with the rest of their life like that, can't they? Oh, yeah. It, it's it's easy to fall into the emotions of a bitch. 100%. When she's throwing slanderous shit at you and accusing you of shit you didn't do or say. They know your deepest, darkest secrets. They know yeah. how you live your daily life. They, they know, know all how, your flaws. Yeah, they know how to penetrate your skin for sure. And when you allow it to drive you into a direction that you wouldn't normally do. Um, like if you feel bad afterwards, then you let her get to you. Yep. And that is what actually makes you less attractive. Yep. And you would try to think you want to play a pity party. Like this bitch is, you know, driving me crazy and this and that. No, actually you allowed her to do it. Because if you don't react to this shit and you don't check her for actually trying to put you in that position, then she thinks that she's good. Like, this is okay for her to do because you fell into it. If I lied about you, Wesley, and told you that you kick puppies and drown kittens, I've seen you do it. And I'm going to tell all our friends... It, it would, yeah, the, the reaction would be it would not bother me at all because I absolutely know I've done nothing like that. <laughs> but how many times have a woman accused you of something you didn't do or say and you let it get to you before? Well, see, they're smarter than that, though. They well, don't, I, they don't, not, they this don't is go a very extreme. Off. Well, I know, but I, know. they don't go completely off the grid. They always make sure to mix some truth in there. Well, I'm saying I'm trying to say something. They that, put it. They put it in a mixer glass and <laughs> shake it. With well, you, ice. well, right. You're absolutely. You know what? You're absolutely right because they re, they remix the story. <laughs> 
Right. And then you're like, I don't remember it like sure that. Sure, been a flipper band yet. And then it's sure been a flipper band yet. And you're like, wait, I don't remember it going down like that. Am I going fucking crazy? Like, wait, wait, wait. What happened? Oh, shit. Now you're trying to fucking. I remember this, man. I'll go back and I'll rethink this shit. And I'll, I'll, I'll get accused of something. And then I'll be like, God damn, I do not remember it like that. So. Um, I'll go back and try to put piece this shit back together, and I'll go back. I'm like, hey, listen, um, you told me that I did this and that, and I re- actually remember it this way. And then they're like, oh my god, are you really trying to uh, rehash this and make this all about blaming <laughs> me about this? A woman you, talking about rehashing. Shit. Are you wow. re- are you blaming? Are you literally trying to just blame me for this? Like, you had nothing to do with it. And I'm like, why act like this bitch had a smoking problem? Um, I was like, why, why do, why do we allow women to take us on this fucking roller coaster ride of false, falsitudes? That's our new shit. Falsitudes. <laughs> that's going to be a t-shirt. That's going to be a t- I was about to say, <laughs> that's going to be a t-shirt. All these falsitudes and being able to, Take us on this fucking ride, and we just say, "I gotta, t- I gotta, I gotta correct this bitch and tell her what the truth was." And when in actuality, you you don't even get on the fucking ride at all, and you like, "Hey, hey, I don't do that shit." Like this is not a conversation that we're going to have. Um, it seems like you have some things that you think happened that. I definitely don't agree with, but um, when you calm down and we can actually talk, uh, have a back and forth. You, you know how women like to do when they have a thing to say and they don't want to be interrupted when they're trying to give their thing. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. wait, I, I'm going to finish one. My... No, 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 no. Having a conversation means that I get to speak as well. And you don't get to ignore me when it's my turn, bitch. You're not writing a letter to me, bitch. Right. <laughs> You're not performing a fucking monologue on my ass. <laughs> Fuck you. You want to have? You want to talk? Let's talk. So, you said, and then you point shit out. As soon as you disagree with something that she said, this is having the conversation. As soon as you you disagree with what she said, you say, "Hey, hold on." You said A, B, and C. Let's let's because the thing is, man, especially when it comes to accusatory shit. When you're having a conversation with a woman, and um, he he said having an awkward woman, uh, Stewart did. So I'm I'm assuming that there's probably bad blood between them, and pro- they probably didn't have a uh, what they call <laughs> break up recon uh, reconcilable differences. Yeah. Um, and you probably can't really speak to her, um, in in the way that you could uh, regular people. So it's like, okay, well, since I can't talk to you like a regular f- person, let's take this one topic at a time. And that's what I would say, too, man. If, if you ever have to just talk to a woman that's difficult to talk to, take it one topic at a time. Don't let her fucking bounce around, jumping from uh, yesteryear and yesterday and tomorrow shit. Don't let her do that, you know. Uh, calm that shit down and take one topic at a time, and then say, okay, we've hashed that, we've buried it, that's done with. We'll move on to the next topic, if you can take 
another fucking topic after that conversation. And once soon as you see yourself being drained of energy, stop the conversation. I I can't think of a more unnatural human condition than than co-parenting. I mean, it's difficult, man. Well, it's one of those things where I am so delighted not to have to talk to my exes. Like, I get a real delight just thinking about it, like right now. Like, man, I'm so glad I don't have to talk to that dumb bitch. Oh, imagine. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's just a very delightful thing. And then you have a very bad relationship. You, there's a real healthy hatred you have for this person. And now the most important person in your life, you've got a co-parent with them with? It, it's about the most unnatural thing ever. You know, then you've got, I'm sure, the new, you've got the 97 percenter that comes in and dates her. Yeah. He wants to be a white knight, and all this bitch does is lay in bed with this other dude after after sex and just complain about you for hours. And this white knight just laps it up like a like a little kitten with milk. Just, you know. He, you're right, girl. He is terrible. Well, mm. what's what's the best thing for an, a white knight, ninety seven, ninety seven percent than to rescue rescue a victim? <laughs> right. It's like they go to the fucking dog pound. It's like got me a rescue dog, <laughs> and it's like they get to brag about it. Like I saved this bitch from. This uh, crazy monster guy that she's created. But the thing is, you know what those guys never ask? Or never say, but you chose them. And you chose to have a kid with them. Like, your decisions sound fucked up. If he was that bad, you sound like you make bad decisions. That question never comes from a guy that's just trying to get the pussy. Because we get one track minded, don't we? Yep. <laughs> it's like, man, I like this bitch. Don't matter that she's uh blaming this other guy for all the fucking ridicule in his life. Sometimes it's true, guys. I don't, I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying that the other guy that comes into the life is like, huh? I'm saving this hoe. Where my cape? My cape is not ironed. Where's my super cape? <laughs> where is my super cape <laughs> woman where is my super cape i'm here to save you bitch let me ask you uh let me ask you a question this is really gonna fuck some uh some white knights up has a bitch ever appreciated being uh Saved? rescued no yeah, no she, it's that's expected. interesting do you mind repeating that for our audience anthony <laughs> what which part has a bitch ever really enjoyed being rescued by these white knights nah man maybe in the moment when on on social media when it makes her right when it makes her right man she got this story rehearsed before she even met you bro 100 percent, she does sorry we're gonna get some get some songs here for the white knights anthony You know the white knights don't get enough love on this show. We're we're gonna oh rescue me. <laughs> the whites, the white knights have never had a song played for them on this show before. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Look, listen to Aretha Franklin just screaming out to the White Knights, right? Man, she was attractive in that day, wasn't she? Yeah. I think I think every woman singer, when they talk about a a woman, whenever they talk about a woman vocalist, they either go to Whitney Houston or uh, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Yeah. I mean, th- they're that iconic, right? Yeah. We and most of you did not know Aretha had had the White Knight anthem <laughs> in her song catalog, <laughs> right? No, I don't think they did. Um, this next question was so intriguing that I had to ask my wife genuinely, how do you think I would react to this? And Bruno writes, I got one. I always wondered, what if your girlfriend or wife does something to her appearance and it looks horrible? For example, she comes back from her hairdresser all excited to show you her new hair and sorry here I had to show the rest of the comments her uh, her pink her new hair but she got a pink Karen haircut how do you handle that and I wanted you to see live I wanted you to see live Anthony like what my wife what my wife would start like I'm like hey how do you think I would react to this and Anthony, what they, what Bruno doesn't know is that we're going to be going, we're going to be going a little bit deeper on this question than maybe he expected. But let's answer, let's answer it at a face value first. What do you do, Anthony, if your girl comes back with a pink Karen haircut? Now you are the guy on this show, Anthony. You're the guy on this show that answers for the the dating men. In, in the world, right? So this would be a woman for you in your rotation, right? Hmm. What would happen if a girl in your rotation, and Bruno, I hope light bulbs are going off right now. Because this is why you have a rotation. Exactly. This and about like 500 other reasons is why you have a, f- a healthy five-girl rotation until you have vetted a woman that you want to be in a relationship with. Anthony, somebody in your rotation comes back with pink Karen hair. What do you do? Um, I'm going to uh, refer you back to early in the podcast when we talked about throttling time. Mm-hmm. And uh, bitch, when that shit grow out, um, then we then we'll talk about it. But I'm not hanging out with you. With no need like to that. have a direct conversation about it. Oh, I'm not. It's All just of a sudden, the time. Anthony just got busy. Yeah, the con- the conversation. Man, I gotta work a lot. <laughs> the conversation will will because you know what happens, right? They start putting two and two together eventually, and then they'll be like, um, "Um, I changed my hair, and you didn't say anything about that." Oh yeah, I saw that. Anthony, women are masters of what? Nonverbal communication, aren't they? Oh yeah. Women are masters of nonverbal communication. This is how, if you've never heard it on the show before, this is why women have expensive handbags, expensive shoes, uh, expensive shit that they're not buying to attract other men. Mm -hmm. They are signaling to other women nonverbally 
I'm high value. I'm good shit. My vagina is gold. Check out these shoes. Look at this handbag. I am top shelf pussy to other women. Pause. Is it funny to you that you just said that they're doing all this shit to speak to other women, but don't understand why men aren't attracted to them? Right. Because you're not doing the things to attract a man by buying all this shit. That doesn't mean anything to me when I want sex, when I'm hungry, when I want companionship. None of this, none of that shit going to benefit me that you own that shit, that you're able to buy that shit. None of that shit is holds value to me. But yet you're wanting to know why men aren't approaching you or uh, worried about you. Because guess what? If you're having those possessions, what you going to want me to do? And I'm seeing it and I'm like, nah, bitch, I ain't. <laughs> I ain't about to buy none of that shit for you. You high maintenance. We t- and and by the way, guys, <clears throat> I don't think we talked about this enough. But when we were talking about Seven Elevens in the last segment, one of the first things that comes out of my mouth when talking about Seven Elevens, they're very expensive. Yeah, red bottoms. Very expensive. They expect yeah. the world and everything in it. Yeah, and if you can't give them that, they want the moon and stars. And after you buy them the shoes and the wardrobe, they're going to want the house. And after you buy them the house, they're going to want the bigger house. Mm. Then after that, they're going to want the bigger, bigger house. Ring, with, yep. A bigger it, ring. It, it's yeah, it never the, stops. Again. It never fucking stops. On a scale of 1 to 10, the 7 has put herself outside of the scale. Yeah. She thinks the scale needs to be bigger just because she exists. <sighs> um, yeah. And, and another thing that I want to point out is because I'm going to give you – uh, Bruno, the relationship side of this question. And I want to point out that the Karen haircuts and the designer handbags, all this shit that uh, women are doing to signal to other women, this is typically what they do once they're in a relationship. Because now they don't have to put out all the attractors for men. When they're single, they're just putting out all the attractors for men. They're wearing sexier clothing. They're wearing less clothing. They're doing all these things. Once they get in a relationship, like they're good. They've, they've accomplished that goal. That's when they start doing a lot of this woman fuckery, as we call it on this program. Mm-hmm. This woman fuckery of now I'm just going to wear shit that signals to other women that I'm high value. As Anthony just said, because this doesn't change from rotation to uh, to relationship and guys, that's why you have to have a rotation, so that you set your life up with certain standards. When you have a rotation, it's super easy to have standards, right? Yep. You're not you're not with the program. Your hair looks stupid. You're dressing dumb. <sighs> I'm busy now, and the bottom line is, I'm busy with the other four bitches, and I'm hoping you kind of get your shit together and kind of get the nonverbal cues. That I'm not spending time with you. That I'm spending time with these other four bitches. Yeah, because I'm not you, running. I'm not running plays for you in the offense. Right. <laughs> you're going to be six man. You know, you're going to be someone that mm, don't shoot the ball. Just play defense, and hopefully, if you can get with the program and you can learn the triangle, 
that we're running here. Hopefully, we can get you back in the rotation. But until then, nope. So, guys, you take this same mentality into relationships, and you're like, hey, listen, bitch. I signed you to a long-term contract. None, none of this shit, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is a perfect example of like who you don't want to sign to a long-term contract. Lazy, doesn't do shit. Dwight, Harold, Dwight Howard probably carries a Chanel handbag. Well, Where, where's Louis Vuitton shoes? I'll say this. Before you before Dwight Howard was got the lazy label and, and like uninterested in shit, I mean he was just fucking awesome. I so, mean which is worse because you know how good he can be. He had the he, he wasn't he didn't get the Superman cape um for no reason. Like he was dominant and the thing was he stopped being dominant after he got paid. Yep. After he got the contract, the Superman contract, he was done after that. He was like, I'm not interested in doing all that shit. I, I've earned what I... I've earned the right to be lazy now. Right. That's, I, and that's what women think when they get married, right? Yep, exactly. I've earned the right to no longer have to be sexy ever again. Yep. No, you haven't, bitch. I'm a mommy. I'm, I'm a mom. You're right. That's hard work. You don't understand, Wesley. You didn't. Oh. You didn't carry this baby nine months. You didn't oh. have. You don't have to do this with the baby and that with the baby. And I gotta think about the baby and the baby and the, and the baby, baby and the baby. And all of a sudden, the baby. Now you're as a man. You're like, fuck. What's up? I got. You're trying to put the. You're wedging <laughs> our child between us now. And Anthony, I I think I could have brought this up in front of you. Because you've known my wife a long time now. Uh, I wouldn't have brought it up just in front of acquaintances. But my wife would tell you that Wesley tells me to go change clothes sometimes. But I I don't do it in a way that's mean. I'm like, come on, babe. It's a weekend. Let's sexy it up a little now. I'm not going to go in there and pick out your clothes. But don't wear that shit. Come on, man. What do you do? What do you? What is this? Are we? What is that? Affliction? Is that an affliction shirt? Like, like sometimes she'll put on this old biker gear. You know what I'm talking about? The stuff yeah. that has like the wings, yeah, feathers, shits on it. And I'm like, babe, what are we doing? What are we doing now? Let me ask you this: um, Would you mind her wearing your clothes around the house? Yeah. Not at all. No, I, I I find that sexy when women do. That's that. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I wouldn't if that was my affliction shirt, and that's all she had on. It was just the shirt. I would be like, yeah. <laughs> well, right, that. right, right. If it was <laughs> like if I owned affliction shirts, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, if she's wearing like an Astros shirt of mine or Incarnate Word shirt or something, you know, it's right, I right. find it very attractive. Right. But we're I was talking, wondering, we're talking, we're talking about leaving the house, and this is like. Um, she used to, her ex used to have a motorcycle. They go to motorcycle rallies and shit. And as we all know, motorcyclists dress terribly and <laughs> they just do. Well, I don't know why they do, Wes but they're not do. into the leather. Um, no, I'm into leather because <laughs> I, I, and guys, I rode motorcycles most of my life. I'm into leather because it's functional. It has a function. Okay. Well, why a, why do bikers wear leather, Wesley? 
Well, it's because if you fall off that motherfucker, you want something tough. Exactly. Um, it's but, not because they're cool and yeah. fucking. We want to wear leather because we're trying Some to prove a do. point. Well, I don't think I don't think those guys know the reason when they do, or they if they make it another life of their own. Like what was the name? Who was the name? The Fonz. The Fonz yeah. made the leather yeah. jacket like the thing to wear and shit. Yeah, and of course the Fonz rode a motorcycle. Right, but there's also a thing in the riding community. That's uh, <laughs> the biker with no bike. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making that up. No, I like, know. And he dresses like like he rides. That guy's a bike. <laughs> yeah, he wears the leather and shit like that. It's like, motherfucker, we're wearing that shit because we need to wear it. He drives in with his truck and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jumps out the truck with his fucking <laughs> fucking <laughs> leather. So I'm not Go hating. I'm here. not hating on people that ride because I love riding too. But when guys buy a motorcycle that they that they ride once or twice a year and they and they got like a closet full of Harley I call it Harley costume <laughs> you know I don't need to have the the manufacturer of my motorcycle on my leather but for some reason man once these motherfuckers buy a Harley boy that now they got to spend like another 5 grand on the Harley costume to ride it and I've never been able to figure that shit out. So when my wife goes and puts on those throwbacks of shit, I'm like, come on, babe. But by the way, I've only told my wife to change probably three times in three years. Now, and, and one of those times was only because I was dressing a little bit more up. I'm running a family here, okay? When we go out in public... I'm and, and it's probably the military side of me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you can't be in BDUs and I'm in class A's and us yeah. march together. That just fucking that's crazy, right? Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> you can't do that. I mean, you'd have to split the formation up into different uniforms. Maybe it's a military side of me. But if I'm dressed at like let's say a one is sweatpants and no shirt and no shoes, and a ten is a tuxedo. You know, to a black tie event, I can't be dressed at a five and you're dressed at a two. So it's it's not like I had a problem with what she was wearing, but it's like, hey, babe, you're wearing athletic casual and I'm wearing street clothes. We don't fucking match. Come on, man. One of us has got to change. Right. But that's why when Bruno asked this question about if she gets a bad haircut, how do you handle it? On television, Anthony, how do they handle it? Because, Bruno, I'm going to tell you what my wife said. I'm, I'm blue-balling the audience again, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm blue-balling the audience. No, well, real quick. I asked my wife. I was like, how do you think I would handle this? And she would be like, first of all, I would discuss the haircut with you first. Do you think this is something I should change to if this is a dramatic thing? And I would get your opinion because I want my husband to be attracted to me, right? And we're like, yeah, sounds fucking logical. Yeah. And I'm saying, no, 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 no. The situation is you went and had this done and you surprised me. How would I react? And she's like, you would tell me, look, babe, that shit don't look good. <laughs> yeah. And again, a lot of you guys don't believe I'm in a relationship like this. But again, guys, as we talked about in the beginning of this, pro- of, of this program, it's not about me domineering over someone. It's about me being domineering over what my life looks like. 
I don't want to be out in public. And this is what my wife said, right? You don't want to be out in public with someone you don't find attractive. It would be like, okay, now that your hair's like that, I don't want to be seen with your well, ass. Well, I was just about to say, <laughs> that you're not holding this bitch hand, and you're definitely not hugged up under, and then you're going to be like, you want to, you want to her to walk behind behind you you know what i'm saying like <laughs> look look when we get in there especially if you're going to like an event he's like look when we get in here just man just have a seat you know find find the other chicks or but at like, like a different table though right don't <laughs> don't associate yourself with me man. you know what i'm saying like and it's and it's almost like i i'm gonna go in first and then you come in later all right like we're not coming in here together. Uh, I don't. You, I don't know why you chose today to do this bullshit, but okay. Um. Uh oh, the white knights are emailing us. Hey, when your wife gets a haircut, whether you like it or not, you tell her she's beautiful. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I love that this is the white knight anthem now. Rescue me. You're going to make me hate the song. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Sorry, Aretha. How did you how did you make me hate an Aretha Franklin song? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> no. I I can't do I I white knighting is almost as bad as a misbehaving bitch. Like I got to correct both of you motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, stop that shit. She don't need you, bruh. Promise you. She don't need you coming in to save another ass. Matter of fact, guess what? You're still not getting no pussy from it. That's the worst part. White knights think that they getting pussy because they saving these hoes. And it's 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 so far from the truth. Well, as as Bruno pointed out earlier in the chat, um, and you famously have pointed out in this program, and he's he's referencing your quotes from an earlier an, ep- uh, an earlier episode. He says, "But sometimes it does work, doesn't it? Sometimes a white knight gets laid, <sighs> yeah, and that's what it, that's why blue pill guy, uh, blue pill guys rather call it getting lucky. Yep, because they don't know how the fuck they got the vagina, nope. but they did. So more of this white knighting shit, right? Well, yeah, you you repeat." You repeat what you think got you that. Um, in actuality, sometimes the way a white knight comes off may seem confident, right? It may seem like, oh, this guy's powerful. He's got all the answers. This guy is powerful enough to stand up against the guy that was treating me bad, and he's gonna do he's gonna do this for me the rest of my life. And guess what, white knight? You have to white knight her from everything she does, no matter if she does some dumb shit like attack another man for not wearing a mask. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the white knight now has to look for real estate options in, like, the middle of a tiger pit. Right. So that he can <laughs> save her every day that they go outside. The tigers come from, oh, no, please. Come on, Tiger King. Keep these tigers off of her. You know what I'm saying? Got to save this bitch over and over and, and over, over again. This is not going to be some one-time thing. You got to save this bitch from herself. Multiple times, man. Um, man, you're not. And the thing is, guys, that's the that's the fucking rat. That's the cheese on the trap. 
You're not saving her from another guy. You're saving her from herself. But you think you're saving her from another guy. And you don't realize that this bitch is unstable. What do you do with uh, unstable children when they throw temper tantrums and um, speak out of turn when you're trying Uh-oh. to correct them? There's two things we do. We uh, First of all, we isolate the child after the behavior and time out. And then after that, we start taking away their privileges. Mm, no Xbox. No PS4. Mm. No TV today, Junior. So what does that look like with a woman? Throttling time. And unless you've done it in a five-girl rotation. You wouldn't know how to do this, right? You don't know how to do it. This is See, this is the thing where we've been trying to get you guys to see why the rotation is so important. It's getting you ready for relationship shit. When you, when you actually do find someone for yourself, you have been through this shit already with lesser bitches. We still don't change our behavior just because she's your specific unicorn. She's still a woman. So you still treat her like you would treat other women. And you're, you're not treating... And the thing is, what Wesley was trying to, uh, what Wesley has been saying all night, you're not treating these women special. You know why? Because you're just setting the tone for how you live your fucking life. That's it. You're being steadfast in who you are, what you want, and what you desire, and what you want your life to look like. It don't matter who the bitch is. That's why I said, you know, date. It don't matter what these bitches look like. Just date them. Deal with them. Figure it out. Study yourself. See what your weaknesses are. How many weaknesses you had to figure out before you actually figured it out that you this is who you really are. You know what I'm saying? I've, I I remember dating and I was like, God damn. I see my weaknesses. My weaknesses, I give hot bitches more fucking leash, leashes to fuck me over. You know, if you, if you keep, let's say, let's for, instance, let's for instance, you say this. You let your dog have a long leash. You keep giving a, your dog a longer and longer leash, longer and longer leash to the point where you don't even see where the fuck your dog is going and what your dog is doing. And by the time you, you, you reach up with your dog, you start pulling the leash back. Your dog is all painted. I got paint on it. Got oil on it. You're like, what the fuck you been doing? It's been hit by three cars. <laughs> <laughs> you just out here just fucking wilding out. You just fucking out here just getting crazy, huh? And it's like, because you gave the fucking dog too much leash. It's got porcupine quills on its <laughs> snout. It's fucking with everything. It was got eating skunk, trash. Got a skunk in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is happening? Because you gave too much leash. That's exactly what you're doing when you do this with women. You, you maintain, you say, look, dogs in my life. Oh, man, the emails with the dog shit. But oh, uh, this, is, this is an analogy. W- women cannot handle analogies. <laughs> but dogs in my life are next to me and walking with me, and they are in step with me because I lead the, I'm the leader of the pack. I'm the pack leader. And we, you, by, we go by, the by way, my that, pace. That's how you really train dogs. I know. Too. They walk beside you. 
Yeah, their shoulder is with your leg. Yes. That when you see people walking down the street and, and the like, dog whoa, is fucking, the dog whoa. Is, yeah, the dog's way out in front of them pulling their ass. And and you know and this exists in relationships and here's the analogy I'm going to use. Whenever uh have you ever seen anybody that has a dog they're really proud of cuz it's like a big, big old badass fucking Rottweiler or a yeah. big old badass bull mastiff or fucking pitbull or whatever and the dog's dragging them and they're almost kind of doing it comedically like my dog is so strong right that no it's 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 pulling me exactly but that's how motherfuckers are with fucking women sometimes especially if they're with a beautiful bitch right well she's hot as fuck so you gotta let her get away with let her get away with this shit we saw jay cutler last week we were playing a, a a video clip Jay Cutler just letting that bitch just that motherfucker at no time stood up and was like, bitch, I'm Jay Cutler. Who the fuck are you? You're Jay Cutler's wife. That's who you you are. fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> Anthony, let's go into a little bit of a segment on this question that we like to call a deep dive. I want to take Bruno's question further. What if your girlfriend or wife does something to her appearance and it looks horrible? For example, she comes back from a hairdresser all excited to show you her new haircut, but she's got a pink Karen haircut. That's a good example because no man is attracted to a pink Karen haircut. Let's go into a deeper dive. Let's say you tell her, you, you take our advice and you say, that don't look good. Like, I don't know how much that costs, but change that immediately. At least get your hair color back or something. I don't know. Yeah. And you and I talked about this before the podcast. And she gives you the, you don't know about style and you're going to have to deal with it. Is that that pretty common, by the way? Am I being too hypothetical, Anthony? No. Not at all. And guys, especially with your girls in relationships, your wives, all these girls that you want um, that that may already have your children and shit. Well, right? they're going to post their haircut and get all these mm-hmm. confirmations on Instagram from and, girls, not yeah. from guys. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you're little weak little beta guys. I like women's haircut too. I can't imagine fucking being on social media, by the way, and being like, "Hit the like button, love that hair, girl." <laughs> That's the most beta shit ever. But there are beta men out there. But let's do a deeper dive on this. So she doesn't change it. She doesn't care that you don't like it. So let's ask a question, Anthony. And I'll ask this to you. So who the fuck is this hair for then? Man, before you even started this, <laughs> I, my, res- my immediately response was like, who the fuck you trying to impress? Because obviously it's not me. Because I don't like this shit. And she's like, deal with it. That should bother a woman that her husband's not attracted to her. I know, guys. I know watching all the sitcoms and all the fucking rom-coms and all this bullshit that they have in Hollywood. My body, my choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bet. I bet they. I bet they're lined up to shame you that you don't like your wife's haircut and you should just support her. Really? When you lose your job and don't work for two years, she doesn't just support no. you, does she? No. Yeah. yeah, women never get shamed for wanting rich men. There's movies about that. 
But we get shamed because we want to be with attractive women. And I really don't understand why. Because, I don't. Because it, we're holding them accountable. And, and that's not allowed, right? They want equal everything. Except, except they don't want equal accountability. Yeah. Right. So you got you got to ask yourself a question. And, and guys, it may not be it may not be that there's a guy she's trying to impress. That's not always the case. But if your wife is just got all the name brand shit and she looks what was that fucking show John and Kate plus 8? Cuz she's the one that started the Karen haircut, right? I don't know that show. John and Kate plus 8 was a reality show about this husband and wife that had eight children. And the show got really, really popular, and it got to both these, the mom and the dad's heads. I mean, they were just, they were the 7-Elevens of fame, by the way. They They were just, oh my God, yeah. It was just like, and that girl, the wife from John and Kate plus eight, Kate was the one to start that Karen haircut. She started the show, she was just a normal fucking person, but it it was like watching... It was like watching a documentary of people. Wow, we just ha- we're just regular people has a family, and they got famous, and how fame changes people. And of course, this bitch, you know, when when bitches get famous, there ain't nothing a man can do that's going to satisfy them, unless it's a more famous man, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And so she is like, she starts dressing to impress other women. To show them, like, hey, I'm Kate. I'm a celebrity. I can wear uh, Burberry and Louis Vuitton, and I can have this weird haircut. And see, ladies, guys, when when your spouse or your girlfriend or whatever, when they start dressing to impress other women, to show their value to other women, and they're not dressing sexy for you and attractive for you, guys, and we said this before the show, right? You have been ignoring a real relationship problem. This problem has been going on for a minute. I was about to say, man, if you not, if you, if you can get the fuck out. Um. Well, let me let me tell you. Let me tell our listeners what "can" means. Anthony says, "If you can get the fuck out." So specifically, if you don't have children with right. this person, get right. the fuck out. This is not going to end until she knows you're willing to walk away and mean it. Mean it. Exactly. When your chick and and by the way, I've I've got a friend, uh, Anthony. <clears throat> you know who he is because we were in a fantasy league together. Um, I'll tell you after the show who it is. All right. But he's dating a Seven Eleven. Okay. I would even call this bitch more like an eight eleven. Okay. So I'm sure to her, um, I'm sure to her. I mean, I'm sure in his eyes because he's in love with her. I'm sure she looks like a ten to him. Okay. But goddamn, watching him go through this, it, it's like watching someone go through like a holocaust. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I, that's the first thing that comes to mind with Seven Elevens. They're so expensive, dude. They dress for other women. <laughs> um, blood. Uh, is it blood? No, no. Okay. And and she is a uh, she is a like like I said she's more like an eight. Okay. And she's a light skinned black girl. Hmm. 
I notice oh. I notice really really hot black girls. I know you talking about because uh, I dealt with I, he was telling ah, me about Super Bowl it. Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Did you get to see her? Yes, she was there. Yeah, she's a hottie. Yes. And so I thought she didn't show. She up. wasn't there. Oh, but he showed you saw me on the phone. Yeah. He showed me yeah. hottie. This girl is a hottie, but she's not an eleven. No. And just. She's like could, a could ta- you give us a could you had a she's deep, Italian and black or some shit right she's gorgeous too. yeah she's she's but let me tell you you did a deep dive with him what was this guy going through so so oh. people can kind of know what this looks like when you're dealing with this expensive bitch who's no longer dressing to attract you <laughs> you know what I'm saying like they're just dressing to just show the world how Michelle Obama like they are and. Yeah. There's a thing with black women, man, um, and and it's, it just is what it is because different cultures just have different beliefs and different ways of thinking. And okay. when, when they're in relationships, like there's and women have like a lot of similarities, but certain cultures do like have, do certain shit. And well, I've been in almost relationships with black women like we were real, real close. But and the one that I'm specifically thinking about, I was in the army and I just had to move uh, to to another base, well, and, and we couldn't and, keep it going long. In distance. this man, black women treat uh, men outside of their race differently than they do men. I'm about to say because every every black woman I've ever dated was very submissive to me. Very, I mean, they kind of had a hard exterior, like the cold approach to go talk to them for the first time was hard, and then they were like very much like like a scared animal, like. Hey, are you just trying to fuck me? Yes, bitch. No. Yes, I'm trying to fuck you. And <laughs> but once you got past that, man, these were down bitches, man. The, well, the thing, the thing, down. the thing is, that's what a lot of men, especially black men, uh, appreciate from black women. Um, that they got. So your that back. is a, that is a cultural thing with black women. Yeah, they got your back. If you if you're their woman, I mean, if they're your woman, they got your fucking back. Um, okay. It's just the shit you got to do in between um, that you got to have a lot of fucking patience for because it's like a PTSD. Well, g- give me an example of one. It's like, like a woman so I- with PTSD, man, that's, oh, been really? through, that's been through shit in her past or in her family, and you are going to receive the brunt end of what she's lacking in her life or what she has been a victim of in her life. And you got to be her fucking therapist, her fucking daddy, her fucking brother, her fucking cousin, her lover. You got to be a lot of shit. And that sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of fucking work. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They treat other men outside their race different because they don't want to expose all that shit. Oh, so that's what I was experiencing then. Oh yeah, you got you got the uh, the what they call mask mask on version. Oh, I, I, I get see. the mask off shit, like because I'm supposed to just understand what why she's like this. Ooh, that sounds. But like my I said, my like thing a lot is of work. But this is why I say, as especially black men need to hear this the most. For me, in my opinion, why. I'm like, hey, if you're a black man, you need to definitely take this in with, with you know, because 
but religion kind of keeps them from taking in red pill knowledge though but you're saying with black men yes ah okay because it it is it's totally against it seems like it's like totally against what they would what they've been taught to treat a woman like right but they don't give a fuck about how their own life is supposed to play out because they're just supposed to lay down like a fucking red carpet for the woman to step on because they're dealing with extremes right um because there's there's a thing in the black community depending on what city you live in but if i'm using an example like maybe uh new york city or chicago there's that extreme opposite end of the spectrum of like a guy who literally pimps out women in the black community like there's that extreme so i guess they want to on the religious side go to the opposite extreme of like just laying down your coat over the mud puddle or because they just want to be such, such, such the opposite of this thing over here, right? Well, they, they're definitely running away from the trauma. So they. Uh, that's, that's a good take, too. They're running away from the trauma, also. Yeah. So yeah. they don't want to be associated with it, um, especially if they find themselves dating outside of their race. So they won't try to bring that trauma with them in those relationships. But when they are in the same race relationship, those traumas come with them. In luggages, and then they hand them to you, and be like, "Well, you know this exists, so no sense in me trying to hide it. But you know I come with this shit, and you should take it because I'm a black woman and you're a black man. And it's not fair, um, but at the same time, you don't have to accept this burden, guys. Um, we all have our own shit to deal with. Everybody had a song, a sad song, and a past history that." wasn't um the best experience right but it's not your partner's job to fucking shoulder that shit i i jesus i couldn't have said that better um i told you recently i was i was dealing with some uh some sort of ptsd um and i'm guessing from my childhood Mm. Uh, people people that listen to this program know that i was beaten up pretty bad as a kid and i told you recently about some dreams yeah that I was having and it was really, and it was repeat, 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 same dream. <clears throat> and I guess I've been dealing with this for like three weeks. And, uh, and I told you about it cause we're boys and we just got to talk about life together. That's just, that's been our friendship in a nutshell, right? Mm-hmm. You and I talk about <laughs> how life was, how life is and how we hope it will be. Exactly. Right. That's, that's always been our mantra, you know, when, when you and I are talking and I was, uh, I was telling my wife, I was like, yeah, I've been dealing with these dreams. And she was like, well, what's going on in the dreams? And I was like, well, bad stuff. You know, and it would have been, it would have been what? Very therapeutic. If I just sit there and just dump all my shit and I could have, I could have become a little baby and just let her (laughs) her rub your head. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, baby. I'm here for you. That kind of shit makes me look weak. And I don't like being weak in front of my wife. Um, now, I will tell the truth to our listeners. Um, I did I did uh, tell her about these dreams, but it was only after she came to me and was like, hey, I, I want to know that, you know, if you're going through something, I want I want to be able to help you. And I'm like, babe, I don't think you can help me. You know, I don't, I don't think you can really help me. And she's like, well, I want you to be able to talk to me. And she kind of came kind of like, she she wanted to know, wanted to know, wanted to know. 
but she had to absolutely pull it out of me because my default setting is I don't treat my wife like my fucking therapist. A lot of guys make this mistake in relationships. Well, they will vomit this shit freely as soon as they get an opportunity to. Yeah. Yeah. And And, and then they don't stop. And then they don't stop. It's always because what happens is this, Wesley. Um, you do a lot it of, once. Oh, exactly. <laughs> once you start any little fucking thing, right? And now when she hears you, now you're just complaining. Mm-hmm. Now, guess what? She got a shoulder this shit. And now you call yourself just kind of getting it off your chest. But now she's like, this motherfucker is falling apart. Yep. And I got to hold this family together. Or we're going to lose everything. This is how... They fucking, you know, compute the shit that you normally just carry. If you was by yourself, you wouldn't be doing this to another woman, especially a girl you're trying to date. You wouldn't do this shit. Well, so why would you do this to your wife? Some some guys will do that and they will and they will will not get the next. I was just about to say (laughs) they wouldn't do it successfully. They wouldn't be able to get a second fucking therapist appointment. I guarantee right. you that. And if they do, that bitch is going to be like, look, I ain't got time for this shit. I don't, oh, man. This, know, this is a lot. But don't do not fall into the trap of feeling like you can be able to do this um, all the time. This is this is something. You know what you got to also do once you do reveal that shit? You got to show her that you overcame it and that you this no longer is over your over your head. This doesn't. Just have a, a. This is not a dark cloud that's following you continuously. You actually broke through, and now you're over it. Well, and then, um, then in in real life, in real life, and and by the way, when she finally pulled this out of me, like what these dreams were, I still had the guard up of like telling her, just like I'm telling you guys right now, very clinically. You know what I'm saying? I told her very clinically what the dreams were. Not not doing like I can say not how it makes you feel. <clears throat> yeah, I, I can say like this larceny bottle here. I broke I uh dropped the larceny bottle and it broke. Or I can say, God <laughs> I can't believe it. I dropped the larceny bottle and it broke. I can't believe I fucked that up, man. You know, you know what I'm <laughs> or I can just be like, yeah, drop the larceny bottle. Because that other shit was scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, this motherfucker's going to fall apart. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just kind of dealing with these dreams. I'm talking about it very clinically. Bro, I've done that. I've, yeah. I've, I've made that mistake, man. And, you, and you're right. The simpler you make it, the easier it is to digest. And they don't have to deal with the emotion shit. Yeah. They can just say, oh, okay. Well, it's concerning, but it's not fucking breaking him down you know, to, to at his core. You know yeah. what I mean? To where he's going to change and not be the same man that I depend on and trust and um, love. You know? So if they, if they have any reason to believe that you're not going to be just as strong as they think you are, shit tests are coming. Yeah, yeah. And they come in back to back to back to back to back to make sure you're the winner that she thought you were. And specifically in this case, when I told her what was going on in the dream, she was like, 
Well, that's just silly, because you would... You would seriously ground and pound the fuck out of this motherfucker in real life. And I'm like, I know, man. That's why That's why it's even harder for me. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would beat this motherfucker's ass in real life. But in this dream, it's, it's not working out like that. And I was like, oh, I'll, and I'm like, I'll eventually figure it out. I'm just, I, I was like, I'm just kind of stuck on repeat on this thing. And it's, it's terrorizing my sleep. I'm not getting, I'm not getting good rest. Man, that shit when you don't have control shit is the most frustrating yeah. things, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but her, I think verbalizing for me mm-hmm. how I what reality is. I never had that dream since then. Well, because you, I think you, she just pointed out like, well, that would never go down in real life, you know. And um, and I don't want to go into a deep, deep yeah. dive. You and I will go into a deep yeah. dive about this later tonight. But I, I never had any negative dreams uh, after that. I even had some lingering dreams and same scenarios and. I was different in the scenarios after hearing the person that I trust, um, you know, my spouse telling me kind of how that's not real life. And it was just, it must've really affected me because I never had those dreams, um, ever again. Um, I do want to touch before we end the show though, I do want to touch this again, guys. Um, if you're in a, if you're in a marriage, if you're in a relationship, um, your, your wife, your spouse has got to follow all the same rules that the girls in your rotation did. Otherwise, what Anthony, you, you didn't choose the right chick. Damn sure. Did. If she was just doing a, you know, a dressed rehearsal the whole time you were dating and then you got in a relationship and she's now all of a sudden changing the way she dresses and she looks like. Karen and she's wearing pantsuits every day and shit. Actually, you know what? Pantsuits can be sexy. I take that back. Yeah, I've seen some sexy ones. Pantsuits can be sexy. I take that back. But what is what is it that Karen wears, Anthony? What is Karen's uniform? Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I, uh, I was thinking about uh, what's that chick name in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I can't um, remember any of the characters' names. Damn, the sister. Uh, fuck. Begins with a C, maybe? Fuck. Anyway, if you guys know in the chat, let me know. Um, but Karen's uniform is... Yeah, what is it? it I mean... She, she definitely got something sparkly on. Oh, yeah. This is like Texans Karen. The fucking uh, sparkles, the... It's the, bedazzled. The, it's yeah, something is bedazzled. Some it, it's always off color. She's wearing some f- colors that don't fucking match. If she's um, wearing anything sports related, it's always bedazzled. Yes. If she is a Los Angeles Lakers fan, that's going to be in rhinestones across her shirt. She's probably got her name on her sunglasses. <laughs> um, she. She's usually. She's usually like mismatching. Like she's either she's in heels if she got on um, jeans, but usually they're flip flops. Like she she's confusing being out and being at home with her matching with her she, uniform. She's so. also confusing being outdoors or going to Starbucks. <laughs> Bitch wears a lot of North Face and loves these puffy sleeveless vests. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Loves them Uggs, doesn't she? Oh, man. Uh, definitely. And it's too much. Like, she's not, like like I said, I've never seen her. Oh, we got one in the in the, cho- in the, in the, the chat here. I was about to say super chat. Oh. Uh, jean jacket. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. that Definitely a jean jacket uh, with with capris. <laughs> capris. Capris. When you ever see a bitch in the club wearing capris? Oh, ever. I've seen that shit. <laughs> oh, you have? Yes. You're like, I synced it. I synced that shit. <laughs> I, I just, oh, my God. The big the, hair don't the big care. big Karen hairstyle. <laughs> we're doing a... We're doing a Google search for this right now. The like, big what hair Karen's Bob wear? shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, it's a snake. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I can't. I can't stand fucking Karen. That's that calm over shit. Oh, <laughs> also, bitch has left feminine, the word feminine behind in her hairstyle for like the last 10 years. You know who, you know what, man? Uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah. That that haircut, that Bob slash lesbian haircut. Well, you're talking about the one that in her in her uh, most recent movie. What's that most most recent movie? Um, oh, that uh, that terrible fucking hair. And notice in real life, she don't have that hair. She's like, dude, I'm not fucking gonna look like this. I'm not. I'm not fucking stupid. Because uh, when she was doing um, promos for the movie. And it, and it's a Netflix movie too. Yeah, I know. It got that X looking thing she had. Yeah, exactly. Um God, what is I, that movie? I know what you're talking about. I the some protecting something, I can't remember, man. The Guardians? Is it the Guardian? The I, old guard. The, the old, old guard. guard, yeah. Boy, if you want to see Karen Hare, look up Shirley Theron and the old guard. Oh my God. That was the most terrible t- oh, look at her, dude. I saw Why her. do you want to have a man haircut, Charlize Theron? Well, you know what? I think she just did it for the role. No, you're wrong. Because her hair's not like that now. Yeah, it is. When she was doing promos for the movie, her hair was blonde and gorgeous. Let she, me, ain't, she ain't rocking that hairstyle in real life. She, man, she ain't I'm, crazy. We might, have to, uh, we might have to do a show on it because... She's complaining about not being able to be with a man, too. What? Charlize yeah. Theron? Yeah. Yeah. Is it because she has this hair? This hairstyle? <laughs> that she, looks like a guy from the 1950s. Like, yeah. like a guy from the 1950s hairstyle. I was looking at a movie um, with her in it. Um, do you remember The Devil's Advocate? Of course. Remember, she had this fucking beautiful, fluffy, long, like, black hair, right? I thought it was gold. Oh, no, no, no. It yeah, gold. it was blonde in blonde. the beginning. Then she yeah. had it dyed. It dyed it black, and then it was short cut. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I was so attracted to all that hair. Mm-hmm. And then she cut him. Like, what the fuck you do that for? And, guys, we're bringing this up because when bitches start cutting their hair, like, super short, Man. let me tell you what happens. It only keeps getting shorter. And it, man, I'm trying to tell you, man, the the short hair shit. I don't know who is convincing these bitches that that shit is attractive. I know who is. Forty Niners. <laughs> They're telling these dumb bitches that are really hot, quit being that hot, 
be be more something that we're not we're not offended by your beauty. I'm gonna send you an article about uh sure on I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna send it to you so you can see um the switch up the 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 reason women are having problems getting men and uh she's she she's one of them man she she couldn't she can't find a man well i've always said about charlie Theron, and, and she's fine as hell to me like she, she in is movie, in she movies is. she's always been the one i've been attracted to like damn you can't find a man you sh- you fucking the uh, eon flex you know what I'm saying? exactly <laughs> You, exactly. You, you a beautiful bitch. Like, what's going on? You, you, uh, was she playing, uh, the, uh, Avengers? What, what, does she play in Avengers? No, not at all. Okay, never mind. You're no, thinking no. of Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. God, never mind. Well, I'm sorry, Scarlett. I'm my fault. Yeah, d- please. My in fault. my opinion, please do not compare those two. They're not Because the Scarlett Johansson is has never beautiful. done stupid fuckery right. with her hair. Right. That I'm aware of. It's just like, it's almost like, Charlize Theron does shit with her hair because she's like, I don't want to be too hot. That won't be good for my brand. Bitches what, will be mad if I get too hot. What's that? What's that uh, show on Netflix when they got divorced and they was that was she playing that role too? That and, was Scarlett Johansson. That was Scarlett where, Johansson. Where they had to like Redo, for her to, to for her to be, be in a serious acting role, they had they to had bring to her, her beauty ugly. all the way yeah. down. <laughs> Remember the clothes she was wearing? That in was that horrible. Fucking, and then, oh my and, god! And then they cut, make her cut her hair too. Yeah, of course. See, of course. See what I'm saying? What it's, is that show called? I'm, I'm I'm looking it up now. I forgot. Man, we've talked about it on the on the podcast before yeah, yeah. because we did a segment. Yes, we did on that uh, on that movie. The dude last name was Driver, I believe. Yeah, uh, divorce movie. Negative. It was nominated for best picture, and I it thought was a, it was going to win. It's, it was it was a good show. It was a good it was a good movie. Um, definitely, we had to uh, talk about you know the bullshit that was in that movie. But I think you and I went in. It's called uh, Marriage Story. Yes. by the way. See that? It, sh- that look you, at her in that Marriage Story. Beautiful, this terrible. That that beautiful bitch. Hey, turned that bitch into a fucking halfway lesbian. This is a rule in Hollywood, unless Forty ers Cannot be offended by your beauty. You're not allowed to be a serious actress. You're just not allowed. You have to be so accessible to these fucking insecure hoes. We didn't talk about 49ers, how promiscuous they were, by the way. I hate that we didn't go into that tonight. We got a little time. What you want to discuss? Well, (laughs) the reason 49ers have their uh, all this crazy confidence is because guys that are tens fuck them, yeah, and they fuck them like they fuck them like you know how like people that work out religiously and they they watch every calorie that goes in their body and they have protein shakes and BCAAs that they drink before every workout and pre workout, but every once in a while they'll have a pizza. That's what it's like when a man that's a ten fucks a forty nine er. He's like, I just want some easy pussy tonight. God yeah, because you know you got to work for it for a fucking 9, 10, actual 9 and 10. Yeah. Bitch. A, a 10, a guy that's a 10 can meet a girl, meet a 49er in a bar, and he's just like, look, I just want to be fucking, a, I want to be in yes. a bitch in an hour. Right. 
And so he'll grab this 49er. Oh, look at you. You got a little pep in your step. Right, right. That was, a, that was a funny joke you said, 49er. Exactly. That was hilarious. You know what? Let me break you off some dick. Come back to the crib. Yep. And then when they, they fucking think, because a fucking 10 fucked them, they're like, and this is what I'm going to have the rest of my life. Yep. They think this is available to me. Well, this is just available to me. <laughs> I mean, I've trapped men with sex before. Right. Surely I can get this one. And then what happens, Anthony, when the 49er, when she doesn't get that guy that she wants, she's, again, again, guys, y'all don't understand, they got this verbal chess down, okay? You know what happened? Chris Hemsworth fucked me. He didn't call me back. Men are afraid of commitment. (laughs) That is that is every every woman that has fucked a man out of her league yeah. has spout that dumb bullshit. Oh my god. He just afraid of commitment. Bitch, he ain't afraid of commitment. He's afraid of waking up next to you. Right. And he's afraid of impregnating you. <laughs> Cuz you know this bitch ain't getting rid of that baby. No. These 49ers, man, they are clever clever girls. That's like uh, that movie Jurassic Park. Clever girl. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah those those velociraptors. Them. Yeah, flank them. If if forty ers and again, if you're joining the program late, these are women that are fours that think that they're nines. Forty ers they are. If they were dinosaurs, they would be the velociraptors. Oh, very smart, treacherous. very tricky. Yeah. They pick up and learn things really fast, like they can operate doorknobs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can tap with their middle claw, yeah. let you know that, hey, I'm still coming for your I'm ass. still, hey, hey, I'm going to call you next week. I'm going to call you next week. I'm going to fake like I'm pregnant. I'm going to fake Man. like I'm pregnant and, 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 and latch on to you for another. Man, I'm sorry. We lost the baby. Mm. Bitch, I've been I've been dating you for like two extra months because I thought you were pregnant. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. fellas. Oh, man. That's a whole nother segment. Pretend to be pregnant, bitches. <laughs> we got to write that one down. Oh, man. The pretending to be pregnant, bitches. It's happened to me twice. Oh, that sucks. It's happened to me twice. Guys, let me give you the answer to that so I don't blue ball you guys on that one. <laughs> um, the And we'll go into a segment on this one day. But as we're running out of time tonight, let me give you the, the go-to. If anybody watching has this happen, hey, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. What am I going to do? Uh, you can't break up with me. I'm pregnant. <clears throat> Repeat after me, fellas. You know what, girl? I just found out two weeks ago that I can't have children. Do you know how much this hurts me that you would lie to me like this? That's your go-to. Trust me, if she's really pregnant... That ain't going to work. <laughs> it ain't. But, but if she is pregnant, I mean, I'm sorry, if she isn't pregnant, um, she's she going she's she gonna gonna to shut up real quick. And then make up some dumbass lie like she playing. I was, I I was just joking with you. I was son. just joking with you. I was, just, I, was just, I was just so sad that you were trying to leave me. Bitch, you lying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Episode 40, ladies and gentlemen. I mean... Episode in forty the, in the books. 
Anthony, how can they find us on the World Wide Web? Man, everywhere. We got that YouTube channel. We got Facebook. We on. We don't have a Twitter, do we? No, we don't. We should. We should probably have a Twitter. That would be fun. We on Instagram. We on that uh, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, where a lot of you guys have been listening the last few weeks. Thank you, by the way. Google Podcast. We on that Apple Podcast. We on Spotify and iCloud. Man, we out here. As always, if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe so you can get all of our content. This is episode 40. I can't believe it's been 40 weeks. We missed one week on one holiday. Man, don't talk about this shit. (laughs) 40 weeks of red pill uh, knowledge, red pill coaching. Um, Hopefully, it's been a huge benefit to you guys. I think we're going to have to do, Anthony, something special on episode 50. Mm. We're going to have to come up with a great episode for these guys on episode 50. We might have to do a... uh a bottle of uh, something special. Bottle of something special. I like that idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, thanks again, guys, for making us part of your week. As always, we appreciate you being here right here on the Red Pill Phone Tap. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.